Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to post-episode issues, the Game of Thrones, season five, episode three. I mean, episode four. Holy shit. The Sons of the Harpy. Episode four in what a goddamn episode. Tonight, we have to say a prayer. We have to say goodbye to one of my favorite characters that we finally got to see fight tonight. But really, before we go any further, I need to talk about my MVP of tonight, Stannis. Showing that he is the best dad in the fucking world. Stannis was so... I, I cried in that scene. I'm saying it right here, right now. I fucking cried. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I was choked up. I lost it. Come on, Jamie's a good uncle. He's a decent uncle. I, I go... He's my uncle. He's my dad. He's, he's my, my uncle. He's my uncle. He's my dad. <laughs> oh, the whole but. Whole bunch of shit going on tonight. But everyone, hi, I'm Phil the Issues Guy from issuesprogram.com. We're here to review and recap this episode of Game of Thrones, season five, episode four, The Sons of the Harpy. With me is Joe Dirty Locks and Kate Crow. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Hola. Oh God, but what an action. What an action-packed uh, episode. It was actually our shortest runtime of an episode. It was, it was almost like 50 minutes. It was a short episode, but they packed so much shit right into it. Great fucking episode. We saw Melisandre's boobs tonight trying to uh, get a little Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah, that was a little gross. We, uh, we, we also met the Sand Snakes tonight, which was a little underwhelming, but, but I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. Extremely underwhelming. They're very dramatic. Yeah, yeah. There's. The I, I was really put off by the by the little speech there. I'm a badass. See, I'll prove it. See, see, see. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the Red Viper. Look. Yeah, I over. Oh, and she has his name too. Yeah, a little bit. So, and then the Cersei battle with Marjorie kind of goes to the next level. I gotta say, I really love the Tom and stuff tonight. I, I think he's doing a the, oh, poor Tom and. And the actors just he doing needs to go just cuddle with Mr. with Sir Pounce for a little while. Yeah, we he need really does. We need more Sir Pounce time. And with us also is the chat, which is going crazy right now. Ren Renwood says she cried too. We have Lola, Stacy E, Joe, uh, John, the Joe Nathan vari variety show, Jan Allison. Uh, so many people are in the chat room right now talking about this episode. Uh, and if you're listening to this, hop onto the actual YouTube page itself. It doesn't work if it's embedded in a different source. If you're watching some Beamly or some other places uh, a couple people asked me about how to get into the chat room you have to actually be on the youtube page to jump in the chat so get on live Please join the chat it's a lot of fun oh, yeah. yeah join the discussion and and just the right amount of daenerys daenerys did not bother me tonight i liked her nope. being humble with listening to the advice that barristan was giving her and learning a lot more and also tonight before we get too into it i think we got probably the biggest clue that we've gotten in a long long time about Jon snow's parentage and some in some hint towards that in the Littlefinger and Sansa talk tonight, which was, but we'll get to all of this. We'll get to all of this and more. Oh, so much. Holy, oh yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Joe Nathan says, I don't think it was bad though. I like that I don't like the Sand Snakes. Know what I mean? That Okay, and I'm, that's why I said I'm going to give them a chance. It could be similar to what a few people might have had a problem with episode one where it's something that you have to introduce things quickly it felt very here we go we're introducing these people type scene and we've kind of seen bits and pieces of that scene i want to see them outside of that one moment see them interacting more see their personalities come out a little bit more i'm gonna i'm gonna hold judgment but i Watch didn't plot and scheme a little bit exactly but that was my least favorite scene of the evening i will say this i do like that this show is just Stacked with strong female characters. Yeah, absolutely. Stacked. Uh, and, and that's stacked. not you, you don't 
that's not a, in a lot of shows at all. There's not that many mm-hmm. that are this female driven. It's refreshing. Good to see. Yeah, it is. It is good to see, and it's in and, uh, and Sansa's quickly becoming one tonight too. But I think we saw a little bit of, and I like it. It isn't so much. I like that we saw still a bit of innocence in her and saw, and I think we saw a little bit more of Littlefinger's game tonight and a little bit yes, more yeah. of how he's still in control. He, she's still his puppet in a lot of ways, and he has her right where he wants her. Yeah, yeah. she's still a little girl. I mean, she's not completely grown into what she's <laughs> going to be. So. Ren Renwood, that's a great point, and I actually wrote that down in my notes. Can you imagine how Joffrey would have handled that moment and the Sept <laughs> instead of Tom and did? For my first time in my viewing history life of Game of Thrones, I wished with all of my heart that uh, Tommen had a magical Joffrey moment. I wanted to see him go out Joffrey yeah, there. I really wanted some action there. I wanted something more. I felt I feel, feel really bad for Tommen. He had a rough night. He had a very rough night. He's in for a very oh, rough He's ride. in the doghouse already with Marjorie on like day two. Stacy E says, I don't like the Sand Snakes because of the lame acting, not the story. I'm That's just, what I'm yep, talking yep, about. Yep. And they said, especially compared to the Red Viper and how he played a Dornish character. And I'll add how in the very brief moment we, that, that we got to see our, my buddy, Dr. Julian Bashir back there, got to see D- Duran. Even him embracing and truly, you can tell how he studied Pedro Pascal's uh, character character and really designed his character around them they their accents put me off a little bit i don't want to i don't want to dwell on the negative because it was because as you said joe there's so much great and i liked what they were trying to get across in that scene i'll give them time because they could they could grow on me and they could there's fall into it a little I bit want to touch on though there's one thing i want to touch on which is what you said last week in that and it's uh his i, I can't think of her name at the moment but his uh his courtesan his uh, uh woman Alaria. Hilarious. Uh, I just got like he went and chose to be Tyrion's fucking champion. You have nothing to avenge here. Yeah. This is this was his choice. He was the fucking moron that decided to dance around the most dangerous man in the Seven Kingdoms play and play a game of instead him. of just killing him and making and, and getting your justice and getting Tyrion's justice. Mm. Like he's got nobody to blame but himself. You have she should have nobody to blame but Oberon. Yep. And it really fucking annoys me the direction that direction that character took. And it I like listening to her speech on the beach there to the Sand Snakes just really pissed me off. I I, I wanted to hand out some King's justice. Some king's honor. It's a little cliche drama. Yeah, uh, and that it just it bugged me a little. Katie, bit for to, the to you said, Katie, to piggyback on that, and we'll and we'll gloss over this when we get to it because we seem to be talking about this right now. It it I agree with what you just said, Katie. It seemed a little bit uh, forced bad acting situation there. It was forced drama in the moment. What while they were going, I understand them being very upset and having a problem historically, yeah. and and having Oberon's influence on them. Because uh, because of his hate of the Lannisters, I understand all of that, but but I agree with you 100, percent Joe, that that the translation, especially with her there and having seen him offer up and him get all cocky and him start talking shit like he did there, I love the guy, but he, but but having seen all of that with her own eyes, a lot of that blame has to go to the Viper himself. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it it kind of dulls the rage that 
the sis the, the daughters there are are displaying because or not displaying because we saw along with that woman that it was the viper's own <laughs> choice and own kind of fuck it, up it was justice in terms of what they have for justice there right Absolutely. it was completely legal there was nothing wrong with it and the only things that should be the only they She's Bashir's, just Bashir's response is, is the correct appropriate. Absolutely. Duran has the he did not get murdered. He died in a fight uh, in, a, in, a, in a court in a, in a sanctioned fight. You know, Drago did not kill Apollo. Apollo stepped into that ring. He didn't get murdered. You know, right. the Russian didn't step out of the ring and stab uh, Carl His Weathers. wasn't smart enough to throw in the towel. Exactly. Rocky, it's your, if that's anybody, it's your your fault, Rocky. No, if it was anyone's fault, it was Oberon himself's fault for offering himself right. up in that situation yeah. and winning the fight and then and then just not finishing the job. And again, I direct anyone who hasn't seen it already to Aussie Man Reviews, how that scene should have ended um, moment. And uh, you can even pause this and go watch it and come back. It's very hilarious. So... So anyways, guys, uh, you can join us in the chat room. You can also email email us like uh, Big Kev did. Uh, what's up, guys and gal? Have a good show tonight. Motherfucking dick out. You can uh, email me at, at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Motherfucking dick, my friends. So, so yeah, so let's get right into this recap, and Aww. let's get to talk about some... <laughs> what? Mother, Mother dick. The... You're such a dirty crow. You're a very dirty crow. <laughs> Okay, so let's get to this. So we open up on a boat as we see Jorah walking towards the water and he knocks out the owner of the boat and he takes Tyrion on the boat and heads off on his quest to bring him back to the queen. I love Tyrion. E even when Tyrion's gagged, I love I love how I love him so much. He's Do you know what he was singing? Did you get what he was singing there? That's in a later scene, but no, what was he singing singing in the later scene? Oh, this is no, never mind. We'll get to that. Okay. So so will blow it up now. Taylor! So ultimately, Tyrion this whole time is just trying to get loose what his only weapon is. He only has one weapon, or two weapons, his mind yeah. via via yeah. his voice. And, yeah. and Jorah's robbed him of that. So he just tosses him in the back. Talk about a, he doesn't have a silver tongue. He has a golden tongue. Platinum. Platinum, golden. He's a Lannister. Yeah. Come on now. Platinum. Joe Nathan at uh, Variety Station says the Lannisters had nothing to do with Oberyn's death. Oberyn didn't even care about Tyrion. He wanted to fight the Mountain. If he Correct. didn't, if he didn't do that, uh, he would have fought him illegally. He would have found some way to do it. Allison says they may not be able, may not be angry about how the way Oberyn dead. They're still angry over Elia uh, Martell. There's enough anger simmering there to a reason for war. And I think that I think you see that in uh, what Doran said. He just has a bit. He, he seems like the kind of guy that has a plan somewhere. It's just not straight war and killing yeah. the daughter. Yeah. For what, for what that is, even with that anger, like they they even say it that um, <laughs> even with that anger over you know that was 20 years ago. So um, it, it's just it's just they it doesn't it hurts to to listen to that kind of rhetoric. Like and he stepped in there. He stepped in there only like like the. Like they said, because the mountain was Cersei's champion. <laughs> Absolutely. And if it was anybody else that had been chosen as champion, Oberon would not have stepped in that ring. And you know that the prince knows this. Yep, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Silent Fox says, Jor Jorah Captain Kirk punched the fisherman. Yeah, he was like, ah, pow, bam. <laughs> yep. and, and wait, wait, Lola says, yes, it was a uh, friend zone punch. <laughs> Yay! 
<laughs> oh, you poor, poor, poor Jorah, Mr. Friendzone. Tyrion say, oh, <laughs> Richie says, did Tyrion sing the Meow Mix song? No. Maybe. I like chicken. I like liver. Meow mix, meow mix. Please deliver. Okay. So George tosses him in the, in the back like a sack of potatoes. So we go to one Lannister on the water to another Lannister in the water as we see Jamie looking out, almost like a kid, out to the ocean at, on his trip down to Dorne. It's amazing. And I was just thinking about while watching him. It's it's so interesting to see how far Jamie's come since season one. Like, he in season one, he seemed strong, a badass, the cocky uh, Johnny from the Karate Kid. But now you see him, I see him almost as a man of weak wills. It's it's just very interesting to see how the mighty have fallen. And I guess that happens when you cut a man's dick off, essentially. For him, his, his sword hand was his dick. Yep. 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 But I hope this is the transformation that makes him the man that I think all of us fucking want him to be. I like I see a great man in there, and I know Jamie. Yeah, he pushed the kid out of the way. He refused sex with his sister. I know what you're about to say, Joe. But I see a great man inside Jamie Lannister, and and I think it I think it needs to come out somehow. And I think we're on that we're on that journey. I think the longer he's away from Cersei, the more he's away from Cersei, the more he will. She is his poison. She corrupts him like kryptonite to superman there's nothing it's his weakness his ultimate weakness he even says it later on in this episode you know braun kind of calls him on his bullshit a couple of times yep braun has his fucking number braun is like on him tonight he, he... oh yeah because you forget that that he's had Tyrion's ear this whole time yep. so anything anything that he thinks is secret to the family is probably kind of been spoken to the hired gun there Absolutely, and and just as you just said, having him in his ear, he's heard that he's heard everything. He became not just the hired gun; he became legitimately Tyrion's friend as well. And this Bronn did. He yes. he really became Tyrion's buddy, and you can see it. To, you can see it tonight when he asks about him, and and we're almost to that point. So, so we get to the water at night. Jamie looks out wide-eyed like a kid. And uh, the captain comes over and Jamie says, is that Estamont? And he goes, no, it's Tarth, the Sapphire Isles, Joe. Which is right here on the map behind. Uh, behind the crow's butt. Oh. <laughs> you can't see it. It's the biggest isle, uh, biggest island, basically, in the Shimmering Sea. Right there. And, and it's a nice shot that we get from on the boat of it. But no, it's not. It is Tarth, the Sapphire Isle. Home of Brienne of Tarth. And Jamie looks misty-eyed for a moment, thinking of uh, his sweet Brienne and all they've been through with the pit and the bear and in the Sapphire Islands. Oh, that's where she's from. And he, he gets a little oh, smile and little referential. Not where he thought he was, but the Sapphire <laughs> So the, the, captain, uh, the captain says, uh, then we cut underneath to where we see Braun and Jamie talking below the deck. John, J- Braun goes right into it. Why are we not on Lannister ships? Why are we on a fucking merchant ship? Ship? Why no Lannister sails? Jamie says the ship is go- the ship's going to Old Town. We're gonna road. We're gonna road to Dorne at night unnoticed. Uh, big ships bring attention. Attentions bring war. So we're gonna be dropped off kind of near Sunspare, and we're gonna row. Or I mean, you're gonna row. <laughs> And Braun asks Jamie if he's ever been to Dorne. Jamie says no, but Braun says Dornish are fucking crazy. All they do like to do is fuck, fucking fight. fight. As Lola was, 
And Jamie said uh, that you should fit right in and uh, you're happy to be back. There's nothing like a good fight to get you in the mood to fuck. And there's nothing like a mad Dornish girl to get you in the mood to fight again as he steals some grain and drinks some wine. And there's going to be a ton of fighting or... But it's how those two work together. And now we're going to be doing a lot of fighting or I'm going to be doing a lot of fighting. And I don't think after we kidnap their princess, we'll have much time to fuck. And Jamie goes, we're not kidnapping a princess. We're taking back my niece. And Braun goes, oh, your niece, huh? And yeah, 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 yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm. And Jamie just gets doe eyes. And uh, Jamie says, uh, Bron says, I'm good at this. I've been doing this a long time, but why not get 40 of me? An army, and you have armies, unlike most people. I'm not trying to start a war. Yep, I'm not trying to start a war. I just want to just go get my Please, niece. my sister, my lover, my sister. Katie. <laughs> my uncle, my uh, father, my uncle. My father. Uh, that's for the that's for the over 45 crowd hey. <laughs> now he ultimately gets into the whole point like why are you the one that has to do it you're a one-handed man in the most recognizable face or one of the most recognizable faces in all of westeros as jamie just keeps saying it needs to be me and then he just straight up fucking calls him out so you let your brother go and your sister must have not been happy about it and jamie says no varus let it go oh Boom. Wow. Just threw that fucker right underneath the bus. Double decker bus. The London bus. Braun doesn't buy that shit, though. He doesn't buy it for one fucking second. He knows exactly who let him out of jail. Varys doesn't go around letting people out of fucking jail. Nope. (laughs) Ren says, say no more, Joe. And Lois says, says, I like Braun. I think his sharp tongue make him very amusing to watch. He was excellent tonight. He he keeps the comic... I'm so glad that he's with Jamie on this mission. We talked a lot about that before, but I'm, I'm glad he is because him and Jamie, and I talked about this in that preview video that I did for season five, I love seeing a Lannister and Braun together. They just have such a great balance. <laughs> Uncle Daddy, a.k.a. Jamie, says, says Allison. Joel says, Jamie Lannister, a.k.a. Sister Fucker. Uh, Dragon says, very important to see because you see Jamie's feelings for Tyrion turn. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. Are we more convinced... Uh, for the snake versus lion, uh, lion charm was sent by someone other than a Dornish person. I am so convinced of that now, especially since people have shown pictures of of a similar thing that Joffrey gave to Sansa in an earlier season episode. Uh, Janzi says, Jamie is like Arya. He acts fast and stupid, gets into trouble all the time. Allison says, not wanting to start a war. What does he think will happen when the Dornish realize uh, she's missing? Remember how awesome breaking the phrase brothel went. <laughs> Joe, perhaps he will get some kind of sword and dagger handmade. And th- that's what I want him to do. Yes, he should have attachments for that thing. Yep. Yeah. Seriously. That's, yeah, a little Merle action. Yeah, or or Captain yeah. Ho- Captain Hook action where Captain well, Hook had all the attachments. His army hand. His army hand, yes. He says to Cersei, too, when they're fitting the, the fucking thing, you know, I, a hook would be more practical. And she was like, uh, you're a freaking Lannister. It should be made of gold, and that's all there is to it. You don't need no hook like a freaking what are you, a pirate, a sailor? Yeah, but if he's again, if he's going into battle, he should make he should get the attachments he for that have bucket a thing. Nice he dagger have on something. that on that yes. thing. That hand should be able to pop off. All of a sudden, there's a dagger there. Let's do this shit. <laughs> and a banana. Hey guys, watching the after show, watching the show after work. Can't wait to see Dorn. Let's hope we see the sand snakes. Let's hope that uh, you enjoy the sand snakes. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Let's hope that uh, someone, someone can. I think Arya is smarter than Jamie. Says Stacy. <laughs> 
oh, there's lots of nudge, nudge, wink, winks, say no more is going on in this episode. There's a, there's a couple of points. One with Braun and then later with uh, with a couple of... Wink, wink, say no more. Say no more. No, 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 no. With, with Melisandre and Stannis' wife, there's a little bit of like, hey, don't, she has king's blood. You know, I need that. I'm going to kill your daughter. Don't worry. That was a great scene. I kind of felt like she cut the wife down. Oh though. yeah, she did. Like your daughter is smart. See, it, yeah, your daughter strong. Well, in spite your of the fact daughter. that it's your daughter, it's the <laughs> king's daughter. I, I took that. I took that for two ways, Katie. I think it was partly that, and then I also took it a little bit that she was she was giving a little secret message to her that they had talked about something before. They don't. Her blood. She bleeds like anybody else, and you know I can use that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's a so- I just want the wife to get put in her place. Me too. She's I enjoyed that. Lady. Horrible. Horrible she's mother. So so he so anyway, so Braun calls him out and says, You let your brother go and your sister might not be happy about that. Braun says, uh, and then when Jamie says no, Braun just basically doesn't buy it at all. And Braun says, Well, if you ever see the wee fucker again, and this is important here, give him my regards, <laughs> to which Jamie says with rage and music, dark music kicking in, he murdered my father. If I see him again, I will split him into two and give him your regards as he sits uh, forward. Yeah, yeah. After, his beloved He's not going to get the regards, Jamie. Can you do that at least before you split him in two? Don't Come split on. him in two. You're not Celebrate doing that for, with him for that the tyrant's You're doing dead. that for Braun. Yeah. Ah, don't do it. Tyrant's dead, and then go kill Cersei. Yeah, doesn't Jamie watch bad movies? When you kill someone, you say the you say the punchline first, then you kill them. You know, <laughs> Braun sends his regards. <laughs> you know, that's the yeah, best. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad for Jamie. Uh... In that in that at, in respect, that you know his dad was killed by his brother after he freed him, like that's gotta sting. Steve. <laughs> Uh, Stacy says Jamie should always let Braun do the talking. I think we clearly established that in this episode. <laughs> yeah, J- Jamie does. Jamie is never. Jamie's not the smartest of the Lannisters of his generation. He's he's probably as dumb as Cersei is. Jamie's at. If I rank the Lannisters' uh, children in intelligence, I'd have to put Jamie last. I think. That's yeah, well, Jamie, he's a pretty face. I, I actually think he's not last, yeah. and I'll tell you why. Whoa, you're, th- this is a rare time. Hold this thought. This is a rare time that you're defending Jamie Lannister to me. Whoa, here we go. No, no, no. Not defending Jamie Lannister to you, oh, okay. but defending him over the smartness of his sister. Okay, because okay. At least Jamie doesn't Bad. pretend to believe he's smart. True. Cersei does. True, very true. He's smart and cunning and deserving of all the fine things because she knows what's best. And, well, quite honestly, she's a freaking moron. So... Okay, okay, Joe. Who would win in a fight, Braun versus Serial Pharrell? Serial Pharrell. Joe Ooh. says Serial Pharrell. Serial Pharrell wins in all fights. The answer the, to you answer is to that question is are, are, are always Serial. Serial Pharrell is is still alive and somewhere. <laughs> what does he say to death? What does he say to death? Right. Stacy right. E says. Stacy E says Jamie is a dumb jock. Just stand there and look pretty, Jamie Lannister. Yep, exactly, yep, yep. and he knows it. He really knows it. Like, he's he he does his best to to do the the smarter thing, but he he's not like he's not sitting there trying to debate like the history of the Seven Kingdoms with fucking people and shit. No, and, the, and, and whether or not it's smart to arm the fucking church, you know, like he's he's a he's a he's a he's a dumb jock, like you said. <laughs> Be social. What was that, Katie? I think it's a lot to do with what influence he's under. 
I, I agree. Because when he's like poisoned in his brain and heart and soul by Cersei, he's easily he makes terrible decisions. He's yeah, easily he, manipulated. He's definitely poisoned to the male brain. But just in general, Jamie is. But just in general, oh, Jamie. Jamie is someone that's very easily manipulated. Uh, yeah. B social scientist or Cohen. In the right direction. B social scientist Cohen says, "Good morning, all. I'm watching from from what beautiful Western Australia. Holy shit! Wow." Hi, Mike. G'day. Welcome. G'day. I, yeah, I thought. I, I hope this doesn't insult. But I thought we had a crocodile Dundee moment with Braun later in the episode when he kills the snake <laughs> and goes, "Them's good eats" or something like yeah. that. He Snakes good eats. So so bronze so uh, bronze is giving his regards as he sits forward off to uh, Cersei in Cersei's face, giving that uh, I don't give a shit bullshit bullshit whatever look to Mace Mace Windu Tyrell here, who has dealt with the Iron Bake. <laughs> And he's like, they want one-tenth of the crown's debt right now as good faith. Cersei asks how much we can afford, and he says, uh, winter is coming, so only about half what they ask. Cersei says, well, you're a master of coin, because I made you that way. What do you? What do we do? And he jokes, oh, the Tyrells could cover the crown, and, and uh, we could pay him back, or I'll have to have some, uh, dirt with some words with my daughter. <laughs> this poor man. As he, oh, this poor man. He is as, as pathetic as Tolman. Only Tommen has the excuse of being a little boy. This guy is just, oh, so ineffectual and weak. I can't believe the old oh, lady left poor him guy. there. I, I think she's at the point where she doesn't care what happens to him. Uh, Horse Nation says, Jamie really should understand Tyrion. Seriously, Tywin tried to kill him and send him to the damn well. I'll kill my dad over that shit, too. And if you knew he was sleeping with Shay, too, that might... Uh, yes, yes. Even yes, Jamie should not be so upset. And Ren he was never treated well by his father either, and he loved his brother, and his brother was treated like crap by Tywin. <laughs> so true, bro. Ren Ren would said even Roose Bolton knew to say to say the thing before killing someone. Yeah, exactly. Lannister <laughs> for your regards. <laughs> even Mace is such a doofus. Oh, here we go. His favorite. Uh, <laughs> he was his favorite he's, guard. He's a doofus, but he's a good. He seems like a good guy, and in the. I like his corny little jokes. He's sweet. <laughs> He's just not, he should not be in a position of authority or decision-making or under Cersei's thumb so he can get destroyed. Yeah. Oh, painfully. you're going with my, with my uh, hired gun on a long voyage. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. Hope, I, yeah. I, hope I nothing so happens to you. Yeah. Hope nothing yeah. happens to you with Marin fucking Trent. Good. He's still idea what's happening to him what he's in for he thinks this is great yay let's go that no, being he, said he knows he knows mm -mm. he's in danger mm -mm. no he does i'm with you katie he no, has he has no clue around by his nose he has no by, clue uh, what's her face the whole, but elena this whole time he's been led around by his nose by every woman in his life yeah, and cersei's just the next or he's just but he's like he's like the meister but guys <laughs> but, everybody knows no nope. But I guys, that <laughs> that being said, guys, that being said, he's gonna have a little angel on his shoulder that he's not gonna even know about there, who's uh who's gonna notice that who notice that Kingsguard walking around Bravos, a little girl who uh, needs to cross a name off her fucking list. Mm. So uh, I didn't even. I did, ooh, I didn't even. 
Oh, I didn't even think of so, that. So let's get to that. Let's, 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 let's wait till we get there. Book it. Book it right now, motherfucker. Book it then. Christopher, said, Christopher says, for the first time in the show's history, someone other than the Starks said winter's coming. I think Tywin said it at one point, too. I th he said something yeah. like the Starks are always right. Or someone yeah. said the Starks are already right eventually. Winter is coming. Someone winter does come. <laughs> winter does come. Uh Trent was the last person Serial Pharrell fought. We never saw what happened there. Does anyone ever think anyone thinks uh, Sir Marin Trent is in an assassination plot? Yes, I think I, oh, the yeah. way Cersei looked. We'll, we'll talk about the scene, but and, and, I, and I'll say my opinion there because I definitely think that it was a setup. She's that ki that guy's not making it out of, uh, or if Cersei has anything to do with it, he's not making it out of Bravos alive. Cersei says, you're master of coin, what do we do? And he jokes out of the Tyrells, will pay back. To which Quyburn's the only one that smiles at that joke because he knows Cersei's plan. And he's so creepy. Lola said he's like a weird cross between Rasputin and Frankenstein and Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. That's Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a great. That is a great. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, he is exactly that. Good. Good hybrid. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but but yes, a couple people are going, yes, Marin Tread, yes. Marin Tread's gonna get fucking killed. What either Arya's gonna do it or or some or or if or if uh or if no one can do it there, she's gonna mention to the right people that he's the one that killed Cyril Pharrell, and this guy's gonna Ooh, he's what not Cyril Pharrell is really one of these faceless men. If he's to come actually married Trent. Oh Joe, oh, if Cyril oh. Pharrell is to come back, oh. now's the time. If if oh, he real yeah. if he's really to come back, this is the time when it's gonna happen. But but we're we're let's take the tinfoil hats off for a second. Let's take let's take the uh, <laughs> just for a second here, okay? So uh, Cersei says, "No, you've given too much, but there must be another way. You being an important man, I think you should go there, Mace. I should I or and he's like me, the master of coin. I, hey." <laughs> the master of coin, go get us some fucking coin. And, and sounds right to me. it sounds right to me. And she says, but you won't be safe alone. Uh, Sir, uh, Sir Marin <laughs> will be your companion with a sly oh. smile from her. And Mace is do just, think he's, do you think now, do you, now when Ned came down his hand to the King, he brought with him basically his own guard. Do you think Marin Trent has his own guard as well as master of coin in the city? Not, um, but who's, you mean Tyrell. Who's, who's, who's Tyrell you mean? What I say? You said uh, Marin Trent. Yeah, Tyrell uh, has has his own guard in the city, uh, especially where his his daughter is queen now. I mean, I I would I would guess his guard would be the king's guard now because yeah. he's the royal family. Yeah, but the hand of the king, right? That's kind of the royal family too. I'm sure most. Of, I'm sure ninety five percent of the Tyrell guard, if not all of them, uh, left when the grandmother left. Yeah, I I get the feeling that he's just been left to his own devices. I mean, at this yeah, he's point. a puppet, but he still needs to be protected. Why? Because if he dies, Stacy's his, his the, the 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 lands go to his son, who is in a cell right now. Uh, yeah, but his I don't know. I think he's just been kind of left in the lurch. Interesting. I don't think that they necessarily think that he'll die, his people. But I don't think that anyone really cares. Not with the queen as his. The queen is his daughter, but I know Elena knows that he's a that that Cersei's a slimy little. Douche. Well, that's why. I, like he seems to just be left alone here. And yeah, without and any she's protection, too smart to without... leave him alone there. Well, she's the brains behind the operation down exactly. there in the power lane, right? So she's not stupid enough to leave this buffoon <laughs> on the small council. That's what I'm saying, though. Right. So he's got to have guard there. I don't think that he he matters anymore. 
he does so, matter because he's still the lord of of that area. So and his uh, death would be just Elena maybe, can rule it, and her Elena, and yeah. granddaughters. Either way, no, ma no matter what, at this no matter what at this point, he's go hey. he's going there with. He's going there with Trent, so that that's what's that's what's happening. That's I, Katie, I agree with. To be honest with you, I agree with you, Katie. I think he's there alone. Maybe one or two guys. He's there with Loris and yeah. a couple of other guys. Couple other guys. We didn't see Loris have any guards around him either. Yeah. He was just out there training. I, I have a feeling the whole Tyrell envoy's gone. Is how is how I feel about it. So I uh, just couple couple points. Serial is not faceless. He's part of a different gang in Bravos. I don't think Serial Pharrell has been cast for for this uh, season. Someone said. I th and. Uh, Adelia, welcome. I think Cersei is trying to get rid of all the councils so she can rule alone. Oh, yes. I think, oh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Well, She's trying is, to this, consolidate her own power. She doesn't here. need the small council was all handpicked by her to begin with. So what's the point in getting rid of them all like this? Well, it was for show. Yeah, she made the show of getting the small council, and now they're whittling down for but some still, strange still reason. Again, everyone though. keeps dying or disappearing, and she's consolidating her own power now. No, I think that was her long game. I think she's just trying to fuck the Tyrells over. She hates the Tyrells. That's what I'm. I agree with that. Loa says, "Joe, Cersei gives the Sparrow and Army a move that makes no sense to me. Cersei makes a deal with someone who isn't afraid of her and doesn't care what she thinks at all. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll definitely get to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, 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 she yeah. thinks she she's can manipulate fool. everyone." She has no concept of the idea that someone can't be under her powers of manipulation and or sadism. And she basically <laughs> tells the guy, you'll be beyond reach of the king because you'll be working for the gods. What? Ego, what did you just ego, do? You just gave ego. away your own fucking power. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk. We're gonna we're gonna get to that in a second. So That's, yeah, she doesn't think it's possible to give away her power. She is ultimate. She is. Yeah, power, ultimate power. Yeah, she's oh. exactly. Uh, so so if Lord Tyrell dies, Loris gets Highgarden because this because in this series he's uh, not Kingsguard yet. Uh, Cer Cersei forgets that the Tyrells are feeding King's Landing. Christopher says Cersei is tr treading a dangerous path. Uh, she may not last longer to end the season, but but uh, she might, but not much longer. I feel oh, I, I feel Cer get her due. Oh, me too. Allison says I feel C Cersei is being petty and sending Lord Tyrell away to get Marjorie's family away from her. I agree with that a hundred percent. Absolutely. So, uh, so Mace seems to just be pumped to go, and he, they're like, "Say hello to the uh, to the Titan," and he goes, "I will." Uh, and our and say hi to Arya, who's gonna kill that sucker fucker, Marin Trent. Oh, I hope so. So as he leaves, Pizel jokes and says, "Oh, the small console just gets smaller and smaller." And Cersei's like deadpan says, <laughs> "Not small enough." Yeah. Threat, 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 threat. Not small enough. So here we go right into the scene we were just talking about to the note with Cersei and the High Sparrow. Cersei's pouring some wine. She offers it to Mister Jonathan Price. He says no, and uh, she pushes away. And so the old Sep would have just asked the vintage. He says, "Well, I could say it's all about being pure." My uh, he's playing such a game on her, and she's so blinded oh. by her her own hate of the Tyrells that she's using this as just a she's making this play to use it as one move to like yep. to risk her queen to take out a bishop or something like that yeah, and just completely yeah. rip, put everything she has at risk and not realize the other player of the game she doesn't realize who the fuck she's fucking with right here and this she's guy a narcissist and she doesn't she doesn't think that anyone can fuck with her back at this point yep and this guy i can already tell is fucking with her back just the, oh, he, so much. the looks on his face as he's getting everything he wants here and more he's like i'm getting way more 
door way quicker than I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, you're giving me what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take it, I guess. I like how once once it happens, it happens. Like, it goes right to that. It didn't take him long at all. He's like, really? You know, <laughs> it's been disarmed for 200 years or so. Uh, you sure you want to do this? She's like, yeah, Tim, yeah, welcome. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want. You can, uh, hey, I, I, you know, you'll be beyond the reach of the king. <laughs> Nobody will be, you'll be working for the god himself, the gods themselves. You'll be beyond reproach. So yeah, yeah, this is perfect. Pick up arms so that your churches across the land don't get uh, destroyed. Such a bad <laughs> Every, as everyone say, as everyone's saying in the chat, and you guys are un fucking believable in the chat right now. Thank you guys for keep, for keeping it pumping, keeping it going in all the comments. Sorry we don't get to all of them. It moves so fast; it's tough to get get the things. But like I always say, if you have to, if you have a definite question you want answered right away. And to get through the mix, you can always email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com if you have a question you know you want to get in. Uh, otherwise, I'll be reading the chat as I can. But you guys are fucking awesome. A lot of great stuff going on in the chat room right now. Talking about the Cersei hate that Cersei doesn't think too far ahead, says uh, Dila. Uh, Joe, Joe Nathan Variety says, yeah, Marjorie isn't going to put up with that. Isn't going to put up with any of the shit nope, that Cersei does. Nope, nope. Absolutely not. And it's amazing to see what, and uh, Tim, welcome Tim, who said, is, did Cersei Lannister choke a bitch? In a sense, you can see in that moment in the last episode when Cersei re reached out for Marjorie and thought about choking her, she oh, thought, yeah. she's like, eh, I got a better <laughs> idea. I got a better way of handling this. And this is where this whole plan probably came up. Something she came up with in an evening of drinking. She's like, you know yeah, what yeah. I could do? Reading a book or something going, the, oh, the faith militant. Hmm, I could, <laughs> you know she what I can do? She doesn't read. I'm sorry. Yeah, I gave her a little bit too quick. Quiburn, Quiburn read it to her. She's in yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> Quiburn mentioned it to her. Yeah, it's Quiburn's idea. This is all his. So, so Cersei said uh, she talks to the uh, the High Sparrow and. Uh, and with a laugh, just he's just seeming so meager in this scene. Cersei says, we've all heard about stories of the Lord of Light spread, being spread, uh, seps are being burned, silent sisters being raped, holy men piled up in the street. He says, yeah, wars teach men to fear swords, not the Lord. Perhaps the gods need us, need, uh, need a sword of their own, Cersei says. Cersei says, I can convince the king. I mean, if I tell him it's of the utmost importance, he'll cave to me. Uh, to reinstate the faith militant. If you don't know what the faith militant is, it's basically what you saw tonight. Uh, the Pink Floyd, the wall thing. Uh, you're up against the wall. You, you, you. Yes, laddie. Throw them up against the, the wall. Yeah. on steroids. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's it's the church being armed to to take out justice upon their own moral Hunt laws. sinners. Completely. Hunt sinners and expose and destroy them. Completely. All of a sudden now in the Seven Kingdoms, you have a church state as well as this monarchy. I can't believe so they gave the... Whose laws are going to win? Because no one they expects might be the Sparrow Inquisition. Right, and not everybody <laughs> believes in the Seven. There are still a lot of people, especially up in the North, who believe I in the sparrows. old gods, not the Seven. The Inquisition. So that's, that's a what big a thing. Of course, you have all those new people who are into the Lord of Light, uh, this Rolor. So it's one of the things I like about the many-faced god is he basically is like, you know what? There's only one God. It's death. He has many faces. Call him whatever the fuck you want. Everyone but it's worships all just him. Just one guy. Can't or help it. 
Oh, it, it's and they give the emperor the power here. The way he's playing it, Jonathan Price just plays it so straight, straight. so straight. Just like yes, this is yes. I will do what I need to be done. <laughs> Come on, and Cersei, like the Targaryens, stop this shit for a fucking reason. You you don't the you don't. Targaryens did, for goodness sake. Yeah, they were like this. The Targaryens who bred, inbred, and had crazy people through generations said, "I think this is a bit too crazy." Yep, I think too extreme. Yeah extreme for the dragon people <laughs> no the the uh the sister rape the sister sex and dragon people <laughs> say that this is a this is a stretch here i mean for obvious reasons being sister sister fucking dragon people too but so so to, to them all. so so he she also goes he said he's salivating at this and he means uh you mean an army to protect the poor and she says an army to serve the seven and serve uh, for sinners. And she goes, I know, you and I both know how this world works. And there's great sin out there, even in the richest of places. Wicked are the wealthy. What would you like say if, me. like me, like look at me. <laughs> what would you say if I told you of a great sinner right here in the midst, shielded by gold and privilege? You mean like me. <laughs> may, may the father judge him justly, he said with a smirk in a uh, in a drumbeat kick in as oh they're terrible he also says in the scene all sinners are equal in the eyes of the seven he says i did not want to be the given representative of the faith but i'll take it lying sack of shit uh what if i must you'll take the power if i must that's exactly why i'm giving it to you it, and, and i have a question people can correct me is this our first game of thrones montage no, we had it with the babies. Oh, with the babies. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, 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 Thank yeah. you, Joe. We yeah. did have it with the babies. So we cut to a really awesome uh, montage, which I really wanted them to play uh, Pink Floyd the Wall music, just because, <laughs> just because they're like, you up against the wall, Lattie. You, Lattie. You, Lattie. It's, yeah. It just seemed appropriate for the for what was going on. And they start smashing, pouring all the, all the wine, destroying all the beer. Uh, destroying all, destroying all the uh, three-eyed ravens. Holy shit! The fear, the fear, oh, 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 the fear. <laughs> oh my god! Dra oh my gang! Oh my god! Dragon has to say, okay. At this point, guys, I'm forgetting that Katie is talking, and I think it's a bird talking. She's very talented. Yes. Thank you. And we it mentioned bird talking. Katie hasn't been here in two weeks. Yeah, Kate, Katie disappeared. Uh, J and, like, she she started to leave the show on like the second to last. Katie is last war. Ka we got to tell you guys something. Yeah. Katie unfortunately, Katie unfortunately <laughs> got into an accident. She's actually in a ho in a hospital bed somewhere warging. Someone pushed <laughs> Joe pushed her out of a window because she hey, saw something. Hey, I did not. No, I'm sorry. Somebody pushed her out of a window. She fell. She was climbing. <laughs> she was climbing and she fell. But now she's warging into no, different truth animals. Truth is, she died in a bloody bed <laughs> in a tower. <laughs> she's. But she was able to warg into a uh, into a crow. Maybe she will warg into other animals as time goes on. That's left to be uh, left to see. So we cut to a little montage of sorts with the faith militant pouring out all the wine, going around. You up, laddie, against the wall. Ale out. Close down the whorehouses. Breaking <laughs> barrels. Beating people. Uh, anyone who was a sinner. People look to the city watch for help, and they I just. Was, I was a little upset that they went uh, the gay bash route. I gotta say. They it, went very exclusive with that too. Yeah, like, like they went sinners, after yeah, more than but just especially them. Yeah, yeah they, they die. Everyone else gets beat. the The people that lay with other men get get killed. Apparently, not, there's a, not 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 Tyrell though. Not yet. 
Not yet. So, so, so they say it's a special place in the seventh hell for them. As, as uh, one of the, one of the guy, the guy that we followed for the last, our little finger stand-in from the whorehouses, set, uh, goes, this is Peter Baelish's place, and they sla- he slaps him. At the same time, this scene is countercut with an image of Loris getting tattooed on his head and a kind of like a sick visual of him getting a, this tattoo on his head. Loris, so, not Loris. Not Loris, I'm sorry. Uh, Lancel, Lancel. Lancel. So little Lancel Lannister is now a Mansonite. Yeah, I, I so so he li- anyone that lies with another man, special place in the seventh hell, as they call him, cocksucker, boy fucker. As some guy's begging, he's like, "I got money, I'll pay you." And See, he goes, "I got wait, wait, wait." Before we saw him get his uh, his cut in his head, when they barge into the whorehouse, I believe we see another sparrow there, <laughs> and he's got one on his head, but it doesn't look carved in. It looks drawn on. A few of them have the symbol. Right. Loris went the extra step and got it carved into True believer. Maybe those are just old and scarred. mm, I I think you might be on to something that he was, because he sinned in his past, maybe he was atoning and getting a deeper deeper tattoo or something. Who knows? Because it was very interesting. And someone said this in the chat earlier. This episode was very much about uh, vigilantism or like groups taking upon themselves, doing yeah. big actions. And uh, the, and both groups, the Faith Militant and the Sons of the Harpy, whose episode this is about and the really big thing that happens at the end of this Whoa. episode, were, was ve- were both very menacing tonight. Very menacing. Both groups for different reasons. And, uh, and so... So as uh, as they go and they stab the man in the brothel that's laying with the other man, we cut to some dark music as Dark Lancel rises. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. Dark Lancel. <laughs> it, it, it was like a Dark Lancel. I rise and I am Dark Lancel of House Lannister. <laughs> He just turned. He, he was. He turned. Dem- me up and I shall rise more powerful than you will ever imagine. Ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so till we get to Loris and this scene kind of pissed me off for one reason just because it's one of those TV moments where I'm screaming at the TV uh, the, give him his sword Why, like I would have rather see uh, Loris being such a skilled fighter kick some ass in this scene and, yeah. and or try to Go. I mean he just had his sword it was a weird transition where he just gives it away and, and all these people he never saw him coming and nobody else said anything because the, the the sparrows have a lot of sympathy in the in the town. Apparently, there's there's yeah. a lot of people like you saw when uh, Joffrey went up, goes up the steps. Tommen goes up the steps, coming up after they, you know. We see that it's it's not just the sparrows. <laughs> the sparrows have momentum. This is a faith. Lancel's joining the Suicide <laughs> Squad. Someone says. Drink Pretty the Kool Aid, Lancel. Drink the Kool Aid. Lancel is. Lancel's the guy that mixes the Kool-Aid for everybody else right now. He's that deep. I, I agree something Allison said. I'm really excited they managed to keep the same actor playing Lancel. It would have sucked yes, for a recast. Yes. I agree with that. Uh, Dragon says, everyone, everyone's impure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You'll find moral problems with everybody if you look, look at their past. Oh, we're all know. sinners. Some of us more than others. <laughs> so, so, so Loris is there who's standing in a group doing his daily training with a sword and a shield. And he puts down his sword and he gets surrounded and they grab him. He just like hands off his sword and they're like right there to grab him. And I, and not that the scene bothered, it just bothered me that again, I would have rather see uh, him try to fight his way out of this. He's tougher yeah. than this. He's more yeah. of a badass than this just to go away. To, just to be, he would have at least knocked a couple of them out before getting grabbed. At least I would have thought. Oh, he seemed 
seemed to neuter a lot of the badasses in this episode. A little bit. A little bit. A little especially bit. with Loris. He is a, supposed to be a badass, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. He uh, out-jousted um, the, the mountain. No, he tricked the mountain. That, that's out jousting. Yeah. That counts. Yeah, a win is a win. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. Don't fight harder. Fight smarter. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh. Scoreboard. Yeah, it almost got him to lose his head, though. The mountain, you know, well, that's because the mountain's kind of a hothead psycho. No, he's not. He's very level-headed. He does everything. Scout Dakota, our friend Scout, says, we're all sinners. Amen. Quote Katie. Katie. Yep. Katie Crow. Exactly. <laughs> Lola says, why didn't he fight? What the fuck? <laughs> yep, exactly. That and uh, that's exactly what Braun is. Yeah, bra- exactly what Joe was just saying. Exactly what Braun is. And I don't know. It just. It. I guess I wanted to see Loris fight there. I just wanted to see him defend himself a little bit. Some struggle. Yes, Stacy says Loris is a badass. Exactly. He is. A, he's supposed to be a badass. Uh, he is a hard ass. Oh, oh. He, I mean, he does that. that that's uh, a different story altogether, I mean, Joe. Yeah. Loris thought he was untouchable. They caught him off guard. Absolutely, Allison. You're 100% right. He did. He never saw him coming. Why would he think his sister is the queen of the Seven Kingdoms? Why is he going to get arrested for any reason? I think the assumption was just that we're all safe now. Marjorie is in her place. We're all safe. Dragon says Loris did kick ass at the Battle of the Blackwater. Yep. In Renly's armor. Yep. Yep. Forrest Last says the show absolutely ruined Dolores' character. It's a it's a in- different interpretation of the Tyrells just in general. Uh, what happened to Grey Worm in Barristan is why he didn't fight, John C. says. I guess that's a good point. But the in in fairness to it's a different situation. The Harpies, uh, if if Barristan and Grey Worm didn't fight, they would have died anyway. Uh, yeah, they they shouldn't have died. So upset with that. So upset with that. Lola says, right now the Tyrells are driving the force behind the throne. House Lannister is an extremely poor position. So why the hell was, what the fuck was Thursday thinking that she could have messed messed with Olena? Really? I I, I agree. I agree. This, Mm -hmm. the, the the revenge for all this is going to come down swift from grandma. Harsh. Oh, so harsh from all sides. It's going to be, it's going to come via Marjorie because I'm not sure if the actress that played the grandmother's cast is uh, cast for this season. I think she, but, uh, but I think it will become via, via Marjorie as the conduit to, uh, to, to, you know, here's, here's the thing we hear in the scene with, uh, at the small council that the, the iron bank owns 10% of the debt to the kingdom. And my point is Tyrell without batting an eyelash, without gasping, never having to be a house. Tyrell can absorb that debt. No problem. We'll pay it. We'll pay it. The crown, the crown will owe us. And if my daughter doesn't pay, Oh, I'll, I'll spank her little hand. Don't worry about it. I'll yep, speak very harshly yep, to her. Yep. Right. So what's that say? Ten percent of the of the crown's debt. How much does the Tyrells already own of <laughs> crown's debt? They didn't say that in that point. You know, a lot of it was was lifted by the Lannisters themselves. But even Tywin says at a point that they were completely broke. There was no more gold in any of the mines. Yeah, they need the Tyrells. Yeah, right. So this is uh, they need the Tyrells. They need their, their food. Money. That's the you know, that's yeah, High Garden. Yeah. That's the food. Oh, okay. The- Mike Jonas said she is in the show this season. He saw her in the early oh. trailers. Awesome. 
awesome. Good, good, good. And and uh, the silent fox had a really good point uh, where he said a different thing with Loris. Loris was not fighting; he was training in that situation. So he's training; he's he's off guard. He's not in a position or ready to jump into Wait, battle. He's drinking water at the moment. He never even saw him coming. Yeah, uh, this there was a scene in the pre a couple people said there was a scene in the previews for Lady Elena. Awesome. Okay, I'm glad I'm wrong about that. I enjoy being wrong with I enjoy being wrong all the time because I love being surprised. <laughs> so they, the, thank surprised. you. It's awesome. That's great. Exactly. If you're not wrong, sometimes you're never learning. So that is awesome. Thank you, everyone. Everyone's jumping. Still save us. Everyone. Well, Ivan, Ivan Pinsky, Allison, hi, guys. In the scene with Tom and Marjorie, said I must tell grandmother. So okay, we're gonna see the Iron Bank won ten percent of what is owed. Mega Moose said, uh, "Still right. save." Queen of Throne is cast. She's been seen in season five sneak peek. Christopher says, I hope Tom and calls Kevin back. I do too. Kevin's his only hope right now. Yeah. Uncle Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. He needs to call Kevin. Because I think, and we'll get to this because we're about to get into the uh, the Tom and stuff. I think the, there was a very big uh, reveal in this episode about how Tom and actually thinks about Cersei. I think he's just now, and some speculation we've had, he's just now starting to realize who his mother is. He never yeah. realized until now. Right, he's 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 starting to see the Joffrey. Well, he's a yeah, he's a very sheltered and naive boy. I don't think he's had any taste of reality until he was thrust into the kingship. And she never paid him much attention. No. She never paid the the girl much attention. Joffrey was the was the firstborn. <clears throat> is the rule is the heir was the heir to the throne. Everything went. All her attention went to Joffrey over yeah. the other two. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, more Cersei hate, which I love. Silent Fox. Cersei should have took the ten percent oh, to keep to the bank off their back. Taking the had the Tyrells pay the ten percent. Totally not thinking straight. More focused on revenge with her ego. Absolutely, she should have taken yes. taken yeah. him off off the offer and let the Tyrells pay back that entire fucking it's debt. A, it's a much better move. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she's too blinded by her own hate, her own stupidity to to realize that that would have been a much better move for her. Her short-sighted narcissism. However, that and however, you know, you got to think that maybe that was one of the plans of the Tyrells all along and oh, that yeah. would have also been a much better move for them mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. To answer your question, Joe Nathan. Crown and own it. Absolutely. Exactly. Have the crown and own it. Good point, Katie. Joe Nathan Variety Station says, isn't Olena still here? No. Uh, she, Marjorie yeah, mentions yeah. in the last episode that she headed back up to Hyde or out to Hyde Garden. Uh, rest, Mitz Johnny, welcome. Rest in peace, sir. Barristan Selmy, badass. Absolutely. I'm so glad he was able to. Dead. We don't know for sure they're dead. Fair enough. Fair enough. But wait. But if if he is if he is gone, what an excellent badass way for a warrior like Barristan to go uh, out. He sh I think they. We'll get the to two it. Two of them. Disagree. Yeah. Oh, we'll so much emotion. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, Janzi says money is power, but can only have so much power. Dragon greater than money. Stacy E says, "LOL." If Obi Wan had a wife, it'd be Lady Elena. I agree with that a hundred percent. And uh, Horse Nation says, uh, Barristan, uh, uh, Selmy Barristan is dead. Thought that was not 100% sure. Badly wounded, maybe only. And okay, we'll talk about this quickly. I don't. Th I personally don't think he's dead too, because I think they made it a point. They made it a point of showing uh, Grey Worm save his ass from getting his yeah. throat cut. Yeah. So I think that's. I think that's enough to lead you to believe that that uh, Barristan's going to survive, and Grey Worm's probably going to have major. Yeah. So major at least injuries. one of them is going to survive. I think. Just the simple fact that they were both passed out at the end of the scene. 
We never saw a definitive death blow to either one. Um, if I was a betting man, and little finger. If I was a betting man, <laughs> I would say I would I say that the show oh. would throw us a little bit more of a curveball and kill Grey Worm, not Barristan. <gasps> and then here's the other thing: if I was even more of a betting man, I would say neither one is dead because Game of Thrones gives it to you. They don't yeah. tease it. They don't tease it like that. They're not. They're not the Walking Dead. Ooh, Kevin, Kevin would like to say one of the Sand Snake girls on The Walking Dead this past season was with Beth in the hospital. She got her arm cut off by the doctor. I uh, thought huh? they, there was a familiarity there. Interesting. Very good. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Big Kev. Thank you. Uh, I, Horse Nation says, I don't care about Grey Worm. He can die. His love affair was pointless anyway with that sweet chick. I agree with you, motherfucker. I agree with you. I wasted it. I want to see. Uh, what I would say is, as being part of a happy ending, if there is such a thing with George Martin in this in these books, would see be seeing Barristan Selmy walk back into the throne yes. room with Danny Targaryen. Good, good so, point by Lola. Barristan is a fucking uh, queen, queen's hand. He can't die. Who's gonna lead the Battle of Marine? Dario the fuck? And Jan, oh. Jan Z says, "How is Danny gonna react? Her city is falling apart." Stacy E says, "If those entry wounds are accurate, those were yeah. those were death blows. Uh, show could change, but several of those strikes were to vital organs." I see. Welcome. And uh, Allison says, "Barristan has been badly wounded before and recovered. He's a fighter." Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Who's going to, who said that? Who's going to run the Battle of Marine? Uh, Lola. That's why Tyrion's on his way. We've seen him protect the city. We've seen him withstand a siege. Now let's see him take or hold the, the imp. City. The He's imp of House Lannister? The Tyrion will save before. the day. We'll see him do it again. Okay. Right. So let, let, get eaten by a dragon. <laughs> one or the other, as we no, see in our. Uh, it, Dragon needs more than just Tyrion to eat. Those uh, are big uh, boys An now. order. Uh, he's going for like, the moose army moose. outside, not a little more. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people saying if they this is what they want to clear the decks to make way for Tyrion to show up. And as we yeah, saw in previews yeah. for next week, Tyrion looks like he's going to spot uh, Drogon, and that might inspire his interest in dragons again. So, oh, okay, yeah. so let's 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 continue here. So we cut to Marjorie slamming the door, asking asking, I mean, yelling to Tom, and why is my brother in a cell? And and Tom is like, what? I didn't do it. And she's like, you know who ordered it? You know who ordered the code red? You tell me. She's getting you. She's <laughs> Get me back. She's getting me back for uh for I thought she was going to Castle Rock. She's jealous that you're mine now. This is revenge. And Tom is like, but but I thought but I thought you and mom got along. You think my mom's behind this? What? You know nothing, Toman Baratheon. Oh, you know nothing. Huh? I thought you guys got along great. And then Marjorie gets this wow look on her face, like, oh my god, this kid's really dense. He must really not know his mom, as Marjorie realizes he knows nothing. As I wrote my notes, funny Joe. Yep, uh, yep. She goes, oh, my sweet, sweet king. Do you have any affection for me at all? She, he says, of course, of course. Can we do go back and do that thing again? And she says, no, I can't bear my brother being locked away in a grimy cell. And Tommen says, well, I'll set him free. You know, I'm like the king and stuff. And so, so he gets on his big boy pants. And he walks over to Cersei, who's drinking, who uh, Cersei in the script, it says drink. And Cersei's it's like she's expecting this. She's just sitting out there like, yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And Tommen is like, listen, I demand that you really, um, I, I, I demand you. Uh, <laughs> no, he came in straight. No, he did. He okay. He did. And he was like, 
He stormed in and he put his foot down. He said, kind "I of. demand you release Sir Loris but Joe, from jail he immediately." Stamped his but Joe, he, he, he stamped, stamped his foot. it. Okay, he stamped. He, he's a little boy still. What'd you just he say, Joe? His foot and said, "I command you, humph." But 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 humph. how can I do? How can I? I didn't I didn't imprison the boy. How can I let him go? Yeah, oh, she. You could see. Oh, she, oh, you poor little. Why would Marjorie have done that? Marjorie should have. She, she she should have been much stronger in the fact, and she should have been like, "Listen, go collect your mother, and send her away. I, she is no longer the queen dowager. She is no longer the queen mother. She needs to go out, bring her sorry ass back to the fucking Casterly Rock. Period. That's it. Jo Get my father back. Here. I think she's just as stunned as uh, Loris was. <laughs> Silent. They're, they're like he couldn't fight back because he was she stunned. Time she's to stunned, take the and so she's. Katie. Katie. In fairness, she understands Cersei in a way that almost no one else does, except for yeah. Jamie and Tyrion. So she could almost expect. You should almost expect that that yelling at her and, and mean girling her in a couple episodes ago wasn't going to kill the dragon, the dra or the the lion. The lion's coming back but, at you. And yeah, dumber she than was ever. Feeling her ego though, she felt all comfy in her. Queen seat. I, I, I agree with you. Now I have the boys' balls in mind and hand. <laughs> Mom can't do anything. Silent Fox says, "Joe, he's got no edge uh, to play the character like the like the old old one. He's got no ladies' man and a warrior, just a catalog model who's been to the gym." <laughs> I think talking about <laughs> Phil. What am I drinking? I'm drinking the uh, the Three Eyed Raven again. Uh, Welcome, welcome, Lupez. And uh, temper tantrums, Tom and time. It was, it was. Scout says it was so adorable when he stamped his, stomped his little feet. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, Rachel says it was very painful to watch Tom and he was very cute boy. Lola says Cersei's motivation is all about the first scene in episode one. Marjorie is the young queen who's going to take her place, and she's going to fight yep. her with everything yep. she's got, no matter how dumb and stupid her tactics will be. Allison says Tommen doesn't know how to fight any of this. Poor kid needs some backup. Kevin, get Kevin out yeah, there. He's got, he's got nobody. He's got absolutely nobody. Um, Tyrion, which was probably the two kids' biggest ally, is halfway across the world. Uh, yeah. Just left Volantis. Yeah. Like this is, and for anybody who doesn't know, this is Volantis right here at the uh, basin of these three rivers. It's not actually put on this map, but it is right there, and um, so that's what Tyrion just left there with with Jorah in that little boat. Uh, so their their only ally is gone. Everybody else is just out to manipulate that kid. He has um, no guidance. Has, no, no one in his no corner. Everyone's no just one. saying, "Deal with being king and do it right." And he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. And and you know, Cersei's all about herself, and she wants to be the queen and the ruler. She is not about trying to prop up her her son like she was willing to do with no. Joffrey. Now that she, she would, she would, I think, kill her son at this point. Absolutely, she poison her revenge and right. I, her I end. Agree. Poison him. Yeah, Marjorie is in it for herself too. Uh, she doesn't care about Tommen. Correct. Horse Nation said, "Did Marjorie leave for High Garden? Sure, sounded like it. Getting too dangerous for her in King's Landing." Family. That's a good question because she mm. seemed like she was either gonna go send a message well, and no. I, to, her, she has to be with her family um, can mean one of two things. She's either going to High Garden or she's going to go see her brother. Right. Or, she's going to the yeah. Sept to she see is her brother. The queen. They didn't yes. come and get her. They didn't drag her away. If she shows up at the Sept, 
and says, I'm seeing my brother. I think she's got a strong I don't think I think she's not necessarily in danger. Good right question, here. Scout Dakota. Can't Tommen just send her ass away? Cersei? I agree. Technically. Can, technically, can he just send her ass away? He should be able to. Pretty much he was saying go go back to uh, he, he was asking, he wasn't telling. <laughs> He was doing yeah. it passive aggressively. He was. He Don't was tr- you like it better there? He was trying to play the game, and he, he's way. He's in the deep end. Treading water. He's way over his head. He's, you know, way he's holding on to a life buoy that you know both these women are tugging at. <laughs> Allison Tom Highgarden says friend. Tommen and Marjorie should get the fuck out of there and move and rule from Highgarden. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a much chiller there. Yep. So well, you got you to realize too. That one of the reasons why the kings keep. Going, this is the biggest city in the in the seventeen. It's huge, yeah. In all of Westeros, by far, it's the biggest by far. So, so, so it gets into her and Cersei and Tom and have a. It's a really amazing, amazingly acted scene by both actors in yes, the counterpoint yeah. that they go back and forth. Your wife has a. Well, and then Tom and goes after all that. Well, you armed the Faith Militant. You gave the High Sparrow power. And she's like, yes, I did. And your wife has every right to criticize. And you can't let a fanatic arrest <laughs> the king's brother, no matter what perversions. She should know. And uh, it was when she was using from experience. And she's like, Tom and says. Uh, well, can I tell Marjorie that uh, that you'll release him then? And she says, listen, I didn't take him. But listen, you're the king. You're wearing your big boy pants. I'm sure if you go talk to the High Sparrow, he'll let the poor boy go drink again. Oh. <laughs> so First she- of all, you don't ask, can I? You say, you do this. Or Ray, when I'll someone I'll... asks you if you're a god, you say yes. When so- the king doesn't ask, can I? Nope. Right. And secondly, so she's just sending her son. She doesn't care. She wants revenge on Marjorie so bad that she doesn't give a shit that she said she knows she's setting her son up for a big fall here. Yep, 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 yep. What a bitch! <laughs> what a, I didn't know that's a, she's a bad mom. Yep, but yep, like, yep. can we add that to it? I mean, she was already she was gonna poison her kids before the Blackwater stuff. But we, but I'd always say like her one. As Tyrion would say, her, your one redeeming quality is, or your cheekbones, your two redeeming qualities, your cheekbones, and uh, and your caring for your kids. If she's letting her revenge cloud her caring for her son. She's putting her son in a horrible position here. Yep. No, it, no I, that's the, the thing. That she's she a cared sociopath. Most about is gone. She's a sociopath. She loves her children until it doesn't serve her own ends. Oh God. Fucking Tommen with his fucking big boy pants on. He he straps on. He's not even just wearing. He's wearing his big boy overalls now as he goes to the the off the king, the king's guard with a cart. Oversized overalls. This is just a side note that I wrote in my notes just because I noticed it in this episode. We've we've seen more of the carts that carry people from the royal court in this season than we've seen ever before. At walking through the cities, those carts that uh, Tommen got out of. We saw it with Cersei and Marjorie. Yeah, I think they're called litters. They're called litters, yeah. We, we've seen more of them in this beginning part of the season. I think we've seen them in all of uh, the rest of Game of Thrones. It's, it's interesting. They look great. And it's. I wonder if it's a new prop piece that they just got. But <laughs> but uh, but they've had some of them for a while <clears throat> waiting to use them. It's... <clears throat> It's just really, really, really awesome stuff. Uh, Ren Ren says, the people do love Marjorie more than anyone else at this point. Christopher oh, yeah. says, Tommen almost got killed by the fanatics and she didn't care. As good of a parent as her father. Um, no, 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 no. 
Toman did not almost. <laughs> Rich, Richie has Richie has a good point. Would have laid a finger on 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 Toman the, if he had, or I think they would have if he had ordered the uh, the code red there. Done yeah. what the yeah. guard had said to do. Now uh, Richie has a good point, guys. What are we all talking about here? Cersei is Mother of the Year material. Cersei really is the best mother ever. Really, <laughs> mother of the freaking. But, She's the mother that eats her own children if it serves her ends. Scout said, uh, now he's put on his big boy onesies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I snorted. I snorted, I'm sorry. So so we so the king's guard with the cart, lots of cards. As Tommen gets out of the cart, determined to get in there. L listen, guys, I'm totally I'm totally the king. I don't care what you say. With, but he's got weakness in his eyes as he heads up the stairs in the Faith Militant block and his dark music kicks in. He says, I, I, I want to talk. Can I? Is it okay if I talk to the High Sparrow? Where they say, no, he's praying. Nope. He's a bit disturbed. Yeah. But finally, someone shows some balls okay, and one okay, of his... Wait a second. Wait a second. First off. Yes. You're the king, right? You don't go see the High Sparrow. You send your guards you send to drag four. his fucking ass back to you you send for the sparrow right you are still the king of westeros you do not go see him you make that motherfucker you send for him to come see you sitting on your iron throne in your fucking throne room make a snack of that sparrow yeah. like <laughs> i do yes um, exactly oh yeah so that's good eats isn't that katie crow yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, you're a yummy crew I beg of you, sir, please, may I see the King Sparrow? I mean, hi, Sparrow. <laughs> poor, poor boy. Oh, yeah. but, but he's oh. so determined in his big boy onesie, and he's trying, to, he's trying so hard to get up there as the faith he's militant. Trying. He's, trying. he's trying. They block him, so his King's guard are like, listen, yes, just give me... I have another? <laughs> he's the, the, the king's guard guys are just like, listen, dude, just give us the word and we will friggin' destroy these suckers and kill them all and get this rabble out of there. And Tommins goes, wait, you mean kill all these people? Oh my god, here on the sept? I wouldn't do that. And uh and and Tommins just like here in this religious place, and he thinks about it for a second as we hear some yells from the crowd. People start yelling, bastard, abomination, born of sin, filthy bastard. Christ. Does he even know what they're talking about? I don't know. He looks yeah. really... Any of these rumors oh, himself. maybe he, maybe he, he might he not have ever so heard any sheltered. of these rumors. He didn't so look... Naive. He looked like he felt... No, Joffrey has said something to him. Joffrey has tortured this kid. Joffrey has at least said something to him. Well, it was Joffrey. It was about Joffrey too, though. Yes, exactly. That would have been a hit to exactly. himself. Yep. And I think, and that's why Joffrey's hmm. probably like said something to him about ah. it too. You know, like uh, I, I just, I think he's heard that he's had to have heard the rumors before. He was, he was really emo. Like, oh gosh, he was really oh, emotional was. by it though. He was really yeah. affected by what they were saying. You, you, see, I felt so bad for him. Well, like well, most children are not going to know what to do in a situation like that. They're facing uh, a mob. And that's why Joffrey's that dead. Now, after his first mistake oh. of going there in the first place. Did he do the, Yeah, that's my question, Joe. Let's let's get to let's get to this. Did he do the right thing not letting his king's guard kill all those motherfuckers? Okay, yes. I get I want to yes, address yes. what Katie, That's the question. What the crow just said too. Okay. Is sent there by his mother kind of his mother did not necessarily send him to the high sept. 
He chose to go to the high sept on his own. That's good as. Okay. But like I said, his mistake was going there. He should have known enough to, and nobody counseled him doing this, to to call the sparrow to him. Now, where he didn't do that, and he did go there, okay, and we'll blame it on the mother. He has no. He has no counsel. He has no counsel. Right. So now, I think he absolutely did the right thing. He went to, ah, you Pecking at me, I'm grooming you. It's good. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> he goes up the steps and they stop him. They say, "No, he's praying. You can't come in." And Toman just immediately is like, "Ah!" Uh, and he tries to go by again. He doesn't say, "Get out of my way." He just he tries, and they they don't move. They kind of block the way further. Now he, rules, he he decides. I'm in the 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 guard behind us says. Give us the word. We will cut down every single one of these sparrows. We'll put them in stew. We'll make sparrow pie, just like at the wedding. Whatever. We'll freaking mutilate them all. We'll hang them up on the walls. Whatever he's going to do. Whatever they're going to do. And he's smart enough to know, even at, even though people are yelling and insulting him, and yeah, he might be a little scared, he does the right thing. Cutting down these people on the stairs of the sep, like he says, on the sep. You want, me to, you want to kill these people yeah. at church? What are you fucking out of your mind? No way. He's smart yeah. enough to know not to cut them all down. He does go back home and he tries to, you know, <laughs> he looks Play even Kate. weaker in front Play of Kate his Marjorie. mother after. I that. just need I just need to share I just need to share one comment quickly. <laughs> Lupez says, Tom is thinking with his dick. The end game for him is more pussy later that night. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no doubt, no doubt he is, and no doubt Marjorie is well, absolutely he asked for some too, didn't he? Yeah, not he really. Did. He just he didn't really ask for some. Every everything a guy asks a woman is basic. You know, do you want water? Is can I? Can no, we have I sex thought later? he straight out asked for it. <laughs> no, he though. asked if she was staying, or you're not leaving, or, or you're coming back later to see me. He asked. Yeah. So right, you're still coming back to me. You're still gonna spend the night with me again, right? Like, you're still not, not that you're gonna fuck me, but you're gonna come okay. home. Oh, you're gonna spend as, the night in my bed. Well, for a little boy like that, as sweet and naive as he is, that's as close as he's gonna come to saying, "Hey, baby, come fuck me tonight." No, it's got way more. She is now his emotional. She well, is. Yeah. Every, she is his new mother. Yeah. And fuck her. Lover. Exactly. Whoops. Whoops. He's probably just like the old He's mother. totally pussy whipped. Oh, now sex oh, now sexy time with Marjorie is in hiatus. <laughs> it was a mistake going to see the high sparrow. He should have called them over as as Joe was saying. Uh, yes. and Catfish Gamer says, Well, thank God Jamie has worked well with that fake hand. And yes, you're right. I would have had my men drag that high sparrow down the street after that shit. Eventually you back exactly. into the set. Once he once he left, once he once he got back to the keep, that's when he should have turned around and sent his guard back immediately and said, you bring back the high sparrow the minute he's he done, praying. done praying. He's done praying. You yes. don't tell them to go and cut off anybody's head and drag him no, out. No. You just say the minute he is done praying, you escort him back. You tell all of his, you, you, if his, you know, that's just it. You that's what he should have done. Well, he shouldn't have just left it at that. No, he shouldn't have left at that point. Once he's no, there, no, no, he's no, facing no, no, off. No, 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 There's a middle ground. He does not me. stay and wait for the guy to come out. No, not That's wait. True. That's not what I'm saying. So what's he do? There's a middle ground between slaughtering everyone and walking away. He's there. He started this con- confrontation. He looks weak if he walks away, if which he, he no, did. He looks even weaker if he if that priest, if that high sparrow comes out. No, he, at any point during this confrontation. That's not what I'm saying. He should not wait. He should get. He needs to go in there. 
he cannot lose this confrontation he can't, or he looks no, weak it's like taking my the point knee is he can't go in there without killing these people without I spilling blood disagree if he takes the time to try to talk him out of it the high sparrow who's no. looking out the crack in the door before he talks his way past this guy comes out and diffuses the situation and makes the king look even weaker joe we have a question joe we have a question for you for him joe do you he never should have been there in the first place wow i disagree i know okay okay so uh so let's move on let's move on here so joe joe i have a question for you joe says do you think marjorie will eventually come out and be straight with tom an example example do this or no sex I think That's she no, she, she did. just did that. She That's just did that did. when when he wasn't asking for sex when he said, "Are you coming back tonight?" Oh yes, he was. I know you. Okay, so so let, let's but, let's but cut back. In fact, she said, "You will have no sex until this is done. I need to be with my family, and you are not my family, even though you're my husband." Oh my God, she said, "You're not." So my we family. cut back to him arriving back at Marjorie in this scene, and Marjorie says, uh, "I could not release." He says to Marjorie, "I could not release Loris without violence. I'll find a better way." And Marjorie coincidentally goes, uh, or conde- condescendingly says, uh, "Oh, but you're the king of the Andals, Lord of the realm. You let fanatics push you around." And he says, I'm going to talk to the sparrow. She's absolutely right, though. I'm going to talk to the sparrow. And when she she says, when? And then he goes, I don't know, when he's done praying. And she just walks off. She goes, I need to visit. I need to go tell my grandmother. And Tommen asks if she will visit him later. uh, And he says... uh, and she says, no, I must spend time with my family. And he says, of course. So here we go to probably in an episode of scenes I fucking loved. I got to say that this section coming up here was probably my favorite section of the evening because because I, I fucking love Stannis so much. This e- I think Stannis is going to die this season. I think Bran's going to kill Stannis. I said it right here. That's my prediction because we're because I'm loving Stannis so much that I, I just I just fear the worst for him in the season <laughs> at the end of the season. But whatever. Let's hope I'm wrong i think i think i love stannis i fucking love stannis Stannis will be able to talk her out of it if they come in contact with each other stannis will be able to to show brianne yeah you can talk to an angry brianne you're gonna try to talk to an angry brianne i don't think that's gonna work out well for you she may be the bear of tarth but come on lola quick Quick question. Quick point. She, yeah, and we know how her honor missions work out. <laughs> Gen Z says a couple of Tom and things quick. Gen Z says Tom and his fuck. There's nothing he can do to get out of the mouse trap of life that he was blessed with. Catfish Gamer oh, says pussy, there's nothing true, worse true. than a mama's boy. But a pussy whipped. Uh, Catfish Gamer says, no, she's too smart for that. She can't wrap him up without giving up the pussy. Otto Matri- uh, Maddox, welcome, Otto, says, Castly Rock has been mining plenty of gold. Kevin has been producing it all. Apulia says, what a mess Cersei has left for her kids. Lois says, Marjorie Terrell has a bigger dick than Tommen. Horse Nation says, one can't <laughs> expect a 13-year-old kid to have any cunning ability to play the Game of Thrones. Very good point. Not, absolutely. Lois says, on his own, for goodness sake. And Lois says, Stannis is my new favorite character. This means he's probably going to die. Right, Phil? Exactly. Probably. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's how what I'm fair. So, okay. So we cut to Stannis and his wife, fucking Luis, I hate you. And she's what? She's just so depressing. You see why Stannis has like it doesn't help his personality that his wife is like like the like the worst person to hang out with. Like you just oh, don't want to hang out with. Oh, oh, she's such a downer. To hang out with. 
<laughs> she's just such a bummer, dude. I mean, let's cut through the bullshit here. She's a fucking bummer, dude. She, Especially if you're no your husband. Parties. Can't yeah. we just kill our daughter already? But she's, she's just so negative about everything. Ah. She's like, she turns liking Jon Snow into be like, oh, how can you like someone who that's Ned Stark's whore? Okay, but I want to get to this here. That's so she, not Ned Stark. Right. Very good point. That's one of the big points. <laughs> I love that. I love oh. that. That's a very good point. And that was what I talked about at the beginning of the show. So we cut this. Now, now, uh, we cut that. Let me get through this scene and then we'll talk about it. So we cut to Stannis and his wife, Selyse. She's watching him and she's watching John fight and train and says, uh, you admire this boy. And Stannis is like, yeah, why not? He's the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. And she says, uh, but he's a bastard of a tavern slut. And Stannis says, perhaps, but that's not Ned Stark's way. I just want to point that out for all the, the R, R plus L equals J shit. That was a very, that was a big, one of those big clue things that Stannis doesn't think that the story's right and thinks that something else might be true. So I just want to put a pin in that. We'll, we don't have to dwell on that. Stannis says, perhaps, but not Ned Stark's way. And she says, she turns around, well, I'm so depressing. I should have given you a son. And Stannis says, that's not your fault. And she says, then who's then? And then she looks to Shireen and says, oh, I gave you his weakness and deformity. Fuck you. Oh, yep. she's awful. And then she, she gave him intelligence and strength, if yes. anything, in that little yeah. And no, right, I'd say would think would come from her i'd say the baratheon gave them that like i said in the last episode if anything shireen's like is she has a little bit of she's a cross between stannis and renly she has a yes, little bit of yeah. renly's personality and his outgoingness and has a, and has stannis's mind for she's just you can tell she's just like tywin what was that tywin's view of Tyrion. Only she's weak. She's she's weak. It, she's so weak and she's uh, worse. She's worse because because at least Tywin, even in his, I mean, yeah, he tried to do a lot of shit at the end, but at least in his way, he put his son in positions where he thought he'd be useful, and and she just he has act, he made yeah. his son the hand of the king. Right. Well, he at the very least he did what was practical in his mind. Yeah. No, it was cold was and smart. calculating, but yeah. he did the practical things for the advancement of his family and his name. Hate Stannis. Allison says, hate Stannis' wife, crazy lady. Stannis oh, also believes crazy. as uh, believes Ned as Ned writes to Stannis to tell him about Joffrey being a bastard. John sees Stannis is like a human lie detector. <laughs> Cougar Douglas <laughs> says, great name, Cougar oh, Douglas. Didn't Stannis say to John that he didn't know Ned? I don't, I, I don't remember that specifically. I, a silent fox says, Danny and John make out would be a good match. Uh, Lois oh, says, no no, 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 he absolutely knew Ned. Um, he did know Ned. They, they, they were all kind He's, of and he, saved Ned, Bef- yeah. and he saved Ned's ass, or Ned saved, Ned came to uh, stop the siege on, I believe it was Dragonstone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dragonstone, I believe it was. Uh, Stannis was brilliant as Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Phil and Joe on the show, who... <laughs> Who knows that Ned is not John's father? Any thoughts? Who knows that information? Uh, Master Eamon. So many possibilities. Master Eamon is the biggest one that I think might be someone that knows. Um, uh, Someone in Dorne. Nobody knows this. If anyone does, it we would don't be even know Aemon. this. We don't know this, but who, but who could possibly know? Who could possibly tell John that information? The, the, the only person that was with Ned Stark when he gave, when he came back from his voyage was. The two kids that died was their father. The two kids that, or the one kid that died, the crippled kid with Bran and the girl with Bran. Their father was who was with Ned Stark when he came. Right, Reed. Uh, what? Uh, Holland Reed. Holland Reed right. could break. Could right. tell us what happened when he came back with his bastard son from his voyage to go kill or to go get basically Lyanna from Dorne. Right. The only person that could that Not is alive. The only person that's alive right now that could. Lyanna? 
the Gui sisters. The sister. Guiana, yes. Yeah. The the only person that could tell us the truth right now then is uh, Howland Reed. So <gasps> so so uh, so Melisandre shows up and goes, "Listen, uh, those scars mean nothing to the Lord of the Light. His father's the king, and she has king's blood." Wink, wink, wink. Get it? As the wife's like, "Oh, yeah. oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, you you're gonna kill my daughter for me." <laughs> Yeah. And wanders off. So Melisandre's. Oh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't take you, it that way. That. Okay. We, you, we talked about this a little yeah. bit before. You guys took that differently than me. I took it like mm -hmm. uh, she was defending the girl. Yeah. And basically, basically saying it's don't. It's not. It's not your kid, girl. It's Stannis's kid. The don't forget yes, that you're yes. nobody. You're just his wife. Thank you, everyone in the audience, for Holland Reed. Or the only other person that could tell, we have Allison says Maury could figure it all out. Maury, oh, of course. Right. We need Maury in Westeros. We need, time. yeah, we need Maury's Wester, Westerosian Maury. Oh, gosh. You are not the father. <gasps> you are not the, yay. You are the father. Robert. You're the uncle. You're the father. Do you know who's the father? Robert Baratheon, you are the father. <laughs> Oh gosh! It's either Robert Baratheon or Oberyn Mattel. One of the two are the are always the father. The is the answer yeah. to that question. Robert Baratheon is always. Or the Red Viper. Red Viper is pretty. Or Red Viper has a but. Yeah. They, they both yeah. get around, and they and they travel. They both travel pretty hard, pretty far. So Melisandre says uh, to Stannis, "You march on Winterfell." If the hair is black. It must be a barass. <laughs> Mel, the, the seed is strong. Uh, and uh, Mel asks, he says, uh, "Are you marching to Winterfell?" And uh, Stannis says, "Yes, we have to beat the snow." Mel says, "The last time you went into battle, that uh, you didn't take me, and uh, you listened to Sir Davos. Uh, will will you not make that mistake this time?" And Stannis says, "Melisandre, I need you." And she says, "All you need is your faith, my king." As he turns to her, as she's I fucking Jon Snow watching him fight. He says, "Excuse me, what do you need?" And she says, "Excuse me again, just to serve my lord." Which lord you talking about? You talking about Lord <laughs> Snow? So as we go, as we go to a what was that, Katie? <laughs> not Lord Snow. Yeah, definitely not Lord Snow. No. So we go to a really cool scene with with Sam. I love how Sam's stepping up this season and really being a badass for John. Yeah. Uh, we go to Sam and John, and John's doing paperwork. And I also wrote my notes somewhere in this point. Uh, Kit Harrington's acting and him's development as Jon Snow and seeing the transition of him from mm. the first episode to right now has shown one of the greatest character growth, uh, growth yeah. tracks of anyone. The bastard yes. of Winterfell to Jon Snow, Lord Commander, and just the seeing night. how the, act the actor himself, he's absolutely uh, the actor himself, yeah. and the yes. growth and the character and the actor, yeah. it is all it all fit perfectly in my mind. At no point would I have said, he, "Oh, he doesn't deserve any of this." No, no, he's done a great job from the beginning, and he, as an actor and the character, have evolved immensely. It's it's amazing to watch. <laughs> Silent Fox says, "Being in the UK, I only see Maury's interviewing Charles Manson on YouTube." <laughs> Uh, Jan Z says, if the hair is yellow, it's just insta it's just incest. Stay mellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the incest doesn't seem to. Oh, uh, 
strong with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, and I say it always, you guys in the chat are, are fucking amazing. And if you guys are listening to the audio cast right now, you can uh, join us live right after the episode, about uh, th 30 minutes after the episode. And if you're listening to this on YouTube and you want a higher quality version, you can always subscribe to the audio cast. You can see the description in the box below. We also, at some point, I wanted to mention, uh, at some point in the show in a little bit, we're going to play a voicemail from one of the people in the chat right now. Yeah. We got a we got a voicemail, a, a, a couple minute message from uh, one of our one of our listeners in the box right now, and and always if you guys want to leave voicemail, you can do that at seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine if you're in the United States, or you can dial out or whatever. If you also my Skype name is at I got issues man, so if you want to leave a message that way, if you're not, uh, it's if, if you're international, you can always leave me messages that way, and we'll find ways to play it on the show if you want to get your yeah, voice on the show yeah. as well. You guys make the show. You guys do make the show. It's all so about. Much Fun. Yeah. So, uh, so Sam and John are talking about different different uh, houses that will join. Uh, they're sending men. John says, "I've never heard of all these people." And uh, Sam's like, "Well, they never heard of you too, but uh, but they've they need to they need they have more men. We have fifty men, and they're they have men they need to send, and we're gonna take them." So uh, he says, "Lord Ashford has some men. Wow. Lady Coalfield, Lord Smooth, uh, Lord Mason. He has more." Lord Smooth. Uh, <laughs> He's Lord Mason, and Lord Mason has more than Lord Wibley. So then Slam slips one more down, and John goes to sign it, and he reads it, and he says, no, not this one. Sam says, you got to. Roose Bolton, he goes, he killed my brother. And he says, Roose Bolton has men in supplies, and he's the warden of the north. We need his help. John said again, he kills my brother. And Sam says, we swore to be watchers on the wall, and we need his help. Can't watch the wall with 50 men and can't get more men without the damn warden of the north, Jim. Damn, Jim. We need the fucking, uh, you can't, we need the Klingons' help in fighting the Romulans. You got to fucking suck up your pride, Jim. Damn, Jim, I'm a steward, not a psychiatrist yeah not a major so as john signs it we've got to say john stepped up and signed and he doesn't feel good about it as sam collects the papers and he heads out and he bumps into melissa i gotta say our craven boy he he tells john what's oh, yeah. up yeah another great evolution you know, as a character. Exactly. I really like Sam. Tarly. Wow. And uh, Tim, Ga Tim Gash says, welcome, Tim. I know you're not a big uh, Game of Thrones fan, but we really appreciate you jumping on in the chat right now. He says, oh, we're up to 86 right now. Oh, thank yeah. you guys. Thank you guys so much for for a, for jumping in, uh, jumping in the chat and, and pumping this up and getting more and more people to check us out live. We really do appreciate that. So as John signs, he doesn't feel good. Melisandre, come on. We got to get to Melisandre's boobs here. So uh, so he apologizes. Uh, she comes. She comes in and Lord, she says, Lord Commander, she says, uh, you need to come with us We're, when we ride south. None of us know the castle. And well, not well I want to, right, uh, she runs into Samwell at the door. Yeah, they bump. And Samwell's like, you know, oh, excuse me. And she says something. And he kind of looks at, at John, like, do you want me to leave right now? Which is yeah, another yeah. big moment. Like, do you need my support? Do I need to be here for this? He's got I, his back no matter I what. I got your back, right. I really like that little look. Oh, good and one. John I miss. Kinda, I totally miss that. John kind of nods him off, and Sam says, you know, bye to Melisandre, and then leaves the room. And which begs the question, if Sam stays, does any of this shit go down? Does she do it in front of mm, Sam? Probably. She has no shame. Um, she, do, Does she ask... Like does she ask I mean, Sam to join in? I, she I fucks John like in front of everyone. 
yeah, it's she, rude yeah. to Stannis. Yeah, she while doesn't care. To I think yeah. she. I think her first tactic would be to ask Sam for a moment alone with uh, Lord Commander. Yeah. Yeah. She, she would be like, could I, don't I have think a? She would want to do it in front of him. Yeah, could I have a moment alone, please? So, uh, so she says, uh, uh, none of us know the castle as well, and its secrets better than you. It was your home once. Don't you want to come with us? And don't you want to chase the rats out of your home? John says, Castle Black is my home now, and my oath forbids me to take part in the wars of the Seven Kingdoms. Melisandre says, there's only one war. Very, uh, very, uh, very serial Pharrell here. Life uh, versus death. Come, let uh, me show you what you're fighting for. He says, "What are you going to show me? Some freaking vision? I fucking hate visions. Fuck you and your visions. I'm like, I'm like Joe Dirty Locks. I fucking hate vision. I don't want to see your stupid no dream sequence. Yeah, drone dream sequence in the fucking fire for you." And uh, she says, "No, no magic visions. I got something to show you. Just, just life." As she opens her dress and she's naked, nudie. Oh my god, she's naked, nudie. Oh shit. He I like I like the I like the reintroduction of boobies into Game of Thrones. Well, 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 main character, main character boobies. Yeah. Right, and I, I may not have wanted to see her boobies again, but I was glad they were there. Yeah. 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 Do you think this is the actress trolling uh, Daenerys a little bit, yeah. or t- t- trolling Emil Clark a little? Bit? Be like, listen. No, I think this is the producer saying, boobies "Yeah, boobies in your face, Daenerys." We can't show Arias. We can't show Sansa's. Oh, Danny's got no, it in her contract no. to not show it um, anymore. So I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil what you just said, Joe. But spoiler yeah. alert: the rumors are because it's not a spoiler; it's speculation that one of those things might be crossed off that list by the end of the season. I'm not going to say any further than that. So, anyways, so uh, uh, the integrity uh, of the show, Danny, demands <laughs> that you show titty. Anyways. Katie, do you have anything to say about the boob subject? She wants Khaleesi titty. I think we've heard it. No, no. There's only one thing I want from the, the uh, Daenerys storyline, and we'll get into that later. Absolutely. I have a lot to say about that. Cool. So, so ju- much. So, okay, so just life as she opens up and she's naked nudie. He puts her, he, she takes his hand, and he puts his hand right, and he starts cupping the boob. I mean, like, totally, like, cup, oh, yeah, he's full up cup. Under there. He's right up under there. He's yeah. got the thumb. He's ready yeah. for he's a little. Uh, he's, he's in position one. It's like he's in, he's in check position one right there. He's playing a video game or something. He's in plain pole position. That's right straight here. to second base, isn't it? He's straight to second. He skips right past him. He's oh, right yeah. to second. Oh, yeah. So as he well, nods. Him, to be fair, she puts him on second base. And then she he's. Says, Why haven't you already grabbed my tit yet? And then he starts getting into a trance as she's cupping the boob and she says, Can you hear my heart beating? Can you hear the power? As he nods with his mouth open. Uh, uh, and uh, she says, You have power, but you uh, you hold it back and embrace it with hypnotic music as John eventually comes out of the, tra- the trance and he takes his hand off of her as she smiles at him. Uh, then John she was not the trance. He was just copping a cheap feet. Okay. So then he gra- <laughs> then he grabs her face and touches the face and says, The Lord of Light made us two parts, man and woman, two of a greater whole. Join the life. Cast a shadow. Join the life. Touch me. All this bullshit, light, dark talk. Touching him, riding him, getting it close. Let's do this. John says, on his lap. John says, I don't think Stannis would like that very much. Excuse one. She says, ah, that's why we don't tell him, you silly boy. So then she tries to, he tries to. I swore a vow. And she gives him this, like, shut the fuck up about your goddamn vow. And then he says, the third one. 
the, that uh, that I loved another. And Melisandre says, yep, the dead doesn't need, don't need lovers. And then she goes in again and he bats her off and says, but I still love her. As Melisandre knows she's not getting any. Love me, bitch. And kind of ah. huffs away. And here we go here. Turns around and looks at him and gives him and pauses for a second. Turns and looks and says... You know nothing, Jon Snow, with this look in her eye. And he just gets this look like, what the complete fuck was that? And what the complete fuck was that? Yep, that was a mind fuck there. And I want to know what the fuck that shit was. Did she just say that? Because she saw the... Did she know oh, she, about sure. Egret's little fucking you know nothing Jon Snow the bullshit? Others heard her say that. Too. Or the last she may she might have been talking oh, to the yeah, wildlings. Yeah. Oh yeah, he loved that that chick. What was it? She Jon Snow knows nothing or you know no you nothing. Know nothing. Do you know yeah, do you know what's more likely, trick. guys? It's a cheap trick. Do you know what's more likely? She went to that place in Spaceballs where they rent the videotapes <laughs> of the episodes that already happened. <laughs> and she watched season uh, she watched season two or season three of Game of Thrones a few times. So she knows she already knows. She saw oh, seen yeah. Jon Snow with her shirt off and she's quoting the line. It's, she did her homework. It was a good line though. It was I a good moment. Your analysis, Phil. <laughs> But it, it was worth it. It was a little cheap. I don't know. Maybe we'll see later that it was something deeper to it. But even if it was just something like that, I accept it as just being an awesome moment. She yes. was like a bad pickup artist with her lines. <laughs> it was a little disturbing. Lupez says when she tells him, you know nothing, I was just as scared and offended as Jon Snow was. That shit was fucked up and I couldn't sleep. Allison says Mel is evil, so maybe the Lord of Light is evil. Otto says, you know nothing about anal, Jon Snow. Uh, J- <laughs> Johnsy says, Jon's first mind fuck. Scott Dakota, you know nothing, Jon Snow? What the fuck, creepy bitch? Uh, he knows enough to push her away. Oh, don't put anything in that lady. Oh, oh my God. Don't that. touch her. Yeah, I mean, she's not giving up. She's, she's, uh, do you think that, do you think her saying that is more or less likely to get Jon Snow to give her some? Uh, less. More. I think it turned him off. Katie says Even less. More. Joe, you say more? Even more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess the last thing you want to do when you're trying to tempt someone to cheat on their lover is to, you know, quote, quote their them. lover. She, as someone said, uh, a horse nation says she wants John to believe she's the reincarnation of Ygritte or fall in love with her. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Ronnie yeah, says, Ronnie yeah. says, Melisandre was Facebook stalking John. <laughs> 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 and that's his status update every day. You know nothing, John Snow. I know nothing. My girl constantly tells me I yeah. know nothing. Yeah, I know nothing. Oh. Yeah, she tweets that and he retweets that all the time. <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow, all the time. Hmm. So here we go. Let's get to my, all in all, my favorite scene of the night. We cut to Stannis in his office with Shireen. Shireen comes in to say hi. And she's, oh, tearjerker scene. Tear, oh my. Scene. I love the scene. Eyes open. And I felt like we got to know more, similar to what we've seen in a bunch of episodes of this season. I feel like we got to know Stannis so good. I, I feel like they've dropped the ball in the past with Stannis, yes. but they're starting yes. to get it. They're starting to get Stannis because he, he's yes. so important at this stage that they can't abandon him and they're giving him layers now. And I like yeah, it. Yeah. The layers he should have had from the beginning. Exactly, Kate. Me too. Me too. A hundred percent agree. So cut the Stannis in his office. Shireen comes in and says hi. She's so happy and bright eyed. I always say this, but she has this rimliness about her. And she comes in, hi, how's it going? And yeah, and yeah. she just doesn't she feels bad. She knows she's gone through a lot as but she doesn't feel bad about herself at all. Yeah, she has no self-pity. No, no, she does, though. And that's what this scene was about. 
She does have because of her mother. Because of her mother fucking with her shit. Exactly. She's hurt by stuff, but I don't think she pities herself. Well, no, I think no, 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 not. I I agree. She's not like oh pity poor pity me, but I do think she's down right now. She's feeling pretty bad. Yeah, she's a hurting girl. And and I don't think that that's necessarily unique to this moment because of her mother. I think that's in general all the time because we've gotten this kind of piss and vim from her. Uh, in, with her attitude about how things are, she's butted heads with her mother in the past about things, yeah, including I think killing her, her, her having her brother <laughs> fucking burned to death on the beach. Yeah, no, the relationship is nothing new to her. I think she's just a, a oh. strong, intelligent girl who is very practical and realistic. Stacy E says, uh, "Great scene. If we forget, Stance has been an absent father for all of her life." Scout says, yeah, "Oh, she's been locked in a tower." Scout says, "Oh fuck, <laughs> Stannis is gonna die now that I love him." Yeah, we said that before. Catfish says, "Love the guy, but he's got to be control. But he's, but he's got to go. Being controlled by that fire pussy." Uh, oh, yeah, Dragon bad. said, I teared up here. I think series Stannis is better than book series. What do you guys think? I think mm-hmm. if they keep going in this, I, I tend to b- more direct towards the book Stannis just because of some of the introductory stuff that we've talked about a lot. And then if you want to check out our season one recaps, we talk a lot about that. Uh, and about our, about him, for me, him being missing from knowing the information about the, uh, about the bastard stuff with John Aaron kind of bothers yeah. me. Yeah. But I think the show's starting to get him now and what they're doing with him now is really great. And I think the actor plays him amazingly. Yes. I think yes. this did a great job stepping him back to where I don't the like talk, I don't want to talk about the books any more than this. Back to where he was in the books, but they did take him out of the books a little bit. And I was very upset about that. Yeah. Uh, I like and that and that alone because you know, I've said it before in previous podcasts, I definitely like the book Stannis, the original Stannis, the original version of Stannis, yeah. better than this universe. Absolutely. But that being they've, said, this is a step back, and I appreciate that. Yeah, much. they've for the most part stayed true to the Stannis character. There was just little <laughs> things that fundamentally changed it from the book. Catfish. Keeping it, they're bringing him, like Joe said, bringing him back to where he was to begin with. Catfish, good he point. Good point. Karen Brand would have made a pot. Pow- could could make a powerful couple. I'd love to see her and Brand. That would be, I'd I'd what's that expression? I'd sh- I'd ship Brand Brand and uh, Sheree. Totally, oh, yes, they'd be a cute yes, couple. Yes, yes. So so Great arrangement. So cut to Stannis in his office, and Shireen comes in to say hi. She's playing with a few things around the room, and he asks if she's lonely. And she says, no, just bored. And he says in his grovelly Stannis way, my father said boredom indicates a lack of inner resources. <laughs> she asks, she goes, and then she just calls him. She's so fucking smart. She just calls, she goes, so you were bored a lot then, right? Yeah, and a little, yeah. a little dig. And he's... And he says, cold, uh, uh, no, I know Castle Black is not the ideal place for a child. And she interrupts, no, I really like it here. I thought it would be left at home. And he goes, I, I, I know mother didn't want to bring me. And Stannis goes, what do you say that for? And she says, well, mom said she didn't want to bring me. <laughs> she, he should, she shouldn't have said that. As he walks around for a minute and, uh, and then she eventually, as Joe was saying earlier, she gets into it. Uh, she says, are you ashamed of me, father? He pauses and he gets a look on his face that you got a look on your face that you've never had before. I said to my child, I say, child. Emotion. And, and yeah, he gets a. Mo- <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah, exactly. I, if you could see my notes, Katie, it's a sense of emotion and love as yeah. he gets up. And he tells this story 
When you were an infant, and I got most of the story, when you were an infant, a Dornish trader showed up at a dragonstone. All of his wares were crap, but he had a wooden doll, and he even sewed the dress of the colors of a house on it, as he looks like he's relieving it, or reliving it and blaming himself. Yeah, oh yeah, you can tell this is pain. This is yes. pain. No doubt you heard of your birth, and he knew that a new dad would be an easy target. I still remember how you smiled when I gave you that doll and pressed it up against your cheek. As he's so oh. sad, he can't even look at her. He turns around because he doesn't want to get too emotion emotional. Uh, and yeah. and he says, uh, and then she smiles when she sees him get emotional. And she's and he says, you were, uh, we you, we burnt the doll, but by then it was too late. I was told you would die or any wor or worse, get the grayscale would go slow and you would know the world just enough to know that you were missing out on it. Everyone told me to take you to the ruins of Valeria and live out your time with the stone men before the mm -hmm. sickness spread through the castle. And I told, this is the line that got me. This is the line that caused me to fucking cry. Like, I mean, I fucking, I watched this episode twice because I watched, I, and I fucking cried the first time I watched it. And I cried the second time I watched it too. When he says, I told them all to go to hell. As, yeah. he as he turns and faces him, and I lost it, crying as uh, she smiles at him. My daddy, as he smiles, and the music changes to kind of something more uplifting. I called in every maester, every apothecary, every healer on this side of the world. They stopped it and saved your life because you didn't belong on the other side of the fucking world with the bloody nope, stone, man. Nope. You belong with me. You're the princess of the fucking house Baratheon. You're my daughter. As she, he looks so proud, she smiles and runs to him and hugs him <gasps> so hard as, oh, Oh, as anybody's ever called her princess like that before. Oh, my. I don't even think we've yeah, heard. Uh, Davos has. Davos has. Right. Oh, Davos. But I don't think yeah. we've heard Stannis say it. And it, in such a heard. sincere and profound Correct. way. This like, was welcome, this was Bill. Really, welcome, Bill. This was a really good scene. Really good scene. Yeah. And and he gets a little look in his face, like all oh, the emotions of women here, <laughs> when she's hugging him. But he truly loves this little girl, and oh, yeah. he believes yeah. what he just said to her. There was no. He just so believes everything. And this girl is everything to him when it really comes down to it. Yeah. I mean, and it, this is the Stannis that Loras and Renly are talking about in season one when they when Loras basically pushes Renly into becoming or or staking claim for the throne after Robert's death um, that Laura says doesn't exist that this is why everybody loves you Renly because you show you show love and you show your emotions and, and people love you and you're so yeah, nice and yeah. everything and you know if the people could see this Stannis. Me too, Ren. I almost no cried. No problem getting yeah, up and getting yeah. behind him. Ugh. Yeah, he's very stony. He's very stony in general. Even here, he had a tough time wrapping his arms around her. Emotion is not easy for this guy. So this was a very deep and profound scene. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% Katie and Joe. Uh, Bill, welcome, my friend. Welcome, Bill. And Bill, uh, we already had one of our one of our scenes that added some uh, some past building with uh, Rhaegar and Lyanna tonight. We had the we had a couple scenes of it with uh, yeah, with the scene with yeah. Stannis with talking about uh, Ned Stark and uh, the and the we already talked about that one and we we're gonna get to another one in a little bit here uh, as our next scene we're gonna talk about here with the uh, little finger and Sansa one which I thought was even more uh, telling. 
which yeah, uh, oh, for, yeah, for that, that for that. And that was something we've wanted to hear more about. I've always wanted to hear more about that battle of Heron Hall. And it's really awesome to hear it from Littlefinger's perspective. Yes, yes, um, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Great moment. Otto says, uh, but what are they going to do about the white walkers? They're going to skull fuck uh, all of them. Yeah, right. What? Oh, forget the white walkers. They're, they're taking a vacation right now. Yeah, we haven't right really now. heard much about them at all this season, have we? Yes. They need to go on the Dr. Phil show, Catfish Gamer says. Uh, Stannis <laughs> is incapable of lying. Agree with Joe. Stannis just doesn't play on people's emotions, though. Uh, absolutely. He is the lawful king. Lots of mentions of uh, Rhaegar in all four episodes. Definitely setting up that. Lots of mention to Grayscale in all four episodes, too, I also yeah, want to point out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Horse Nation, I wish Shireen gets healed. She's so cute. There's magic, maybe healers in foreign lands. Uh, a couple. Oh, of, her scars are beautiful. She doesn't need healing. A couple other people says Stan. Uh, Stannis needs to make Shireen his emotional motivation, not the fact that he's the rightful king. Because one day she could be as great on the throne as he would be. I absolutely yep. fucking agree. If uh, not better, if not better, because she has a qual of uh, that Renly quality about yes, her yes, that yes. Stannis does not show. She has the practicality of Stannis and the the lovability of Renly. A ap- great she way of putting it, Katie. In the brains of Tyrion. You are yes. one smart crow. You are one smart crow. I don't get, you know, fucking whoever said cro- whoever said crows were, whoever said crows were liars was a fucking bullshit artist. Fuck that. Fuck that old hey. man. Fuck that old man. Fuck hey, a, fuck her. <laughs> they are they are genius, that's for sure. Oh gosh. Uh, did, did I say R plus L equals D? Oh maybe. Uh the the White Walkers seem about as dangerous as the Walking Dead zombies by now. Not at all. If very, very uh very good point. Grayscale is contagious. He was uh he was protecting the whole castle by doing all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh Bill says and we got to see Mel Titties. Yeah, so I'm happy. Yep, yeah, that was great. We were talking about that a while. Shireen, oh, I love titties. And there's nothing wrong with titties. They're beautiful. That's where we all fit, or not all fed from. That's where life comes from. Mm. It's they life. Feed the world. It is. Titties lead the world. Okay. So from one titties to. They should have a live aid concert of their very own. <laughs> yes, I could they see feed it. Feed the world. Could get Zeppelin back together Boobies again for. The children. <laughs> Boobies feed the world. <laughs> So as as uh, we go from this scene, this really awesome emotional scene, we go to can- <clears throat> candles being lit in Winterfell tombs as Sansa Sansa is there and she's lighting the candle, showing her respect to her dead family. She blows out a fire as someone's approaching and it's Littlefinger. He says, I thought I'd find you here as she's lighting a candle for Lyanna. I want to point out something that uh, somebody, one of our one of our listeners posted in a comment about the Littlefinger portrayal. And that they they enjoy the actor and they love especially love the actor on the wire and stuff. But that Littlefinger possibly should have initially when he first came on the series not have been as obvious as a bullshit artist. That he should have been played yeah. somebody that was a little bit more seemingly trustworthy. Whereas yeah. any person with uh, any sense, the minute you meet this guy, would be like, this guy is fucking. Uh, this yeah, guy- he, he just comes right off as slippery. Yeah, slippery. I don't understand how anybody in Westeros did any kind of business with him. Uh, and I guess the he comes off as slimy as he does, and that's why he decided like if he was going to get into business, it had to be the brothel and prostitution business because it fits his personality and his character. And the only way he rises to power is because he feeds the appetites yes, of those yeah. rich, wealthy Absolutely. 100%. And gathers the information on them and uses it wisely and was able to 
garner wealth from this and use his wealth also to garner some power as master of coin and it just it's a brilliant character and he comes off every bit as slimy as he is um and people know this people see it nobody's like oh trust peter baelish i love peter baelish except for ned stark wait wait except for ned stark he trusted him right away that was in reference to like ned trusting him at all oh no he did not trust him he put him up against a wall you think you're a funny man don't you and then eventually he trusted i we don't have to talk so he thought he could intimidate little finger so lola says lola says sansa and little finger there's something going on between the two of them just just saying. Oh, yeah. uh, Catfish says, I hope Sansa doesn't have to do any fucking with Littlefinger's little finger. Allison says, something creepy's going on. Uh, Lois says, Littlefinger has to know about Ramsay. If he doesn't, then he's not the Peter Baelish. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, someone can explain the White Walkers to Tim. Sansa picked up the feather that Robert had put on Lyanna's statue back in season one. Did anyone notice that? Wow, good pickup, Rachel. Yeah, Fucking awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. L- yeah. What happened? Say the that again. The feather that Robert uh, put on Lyanna's statue in yeah. the first season Sansa picked it up off the ground uh, uh, Bill says Littlefinger comes off as slipperier than a shit on black eyes Lola <laughs> <laughs> says Littlefinger's plan I think is actually very simple he doesn't give a shit about Sansa Lola says if Sa- Stannis wins he'll be on team Stannis if Bolton's win yeah. he'll be on the Bolton side there's no losing oh, yeah. for him Catfish Gamer says I'm so glad Sansa's learning how to play the Game of Thrones we're gonna get that in a second uh, Silent Fox says he played it like uh, he played it like a Batman voiced mayor of Baltimore <laughs> Baltimore you have why uh, uh uh, Dragon says, uh, Rachel, I caught that yet. Redenzi uh, says, funny man. You're a funny, funny man. Uh, Stacey e says, Littlefinger's an idiot. Taking Stannis to Winterfell to lose her virginity to Ramsay before Stannis attacks. Just dumb. Plot fail. So let's get to this. Let's get to what, what happens here. Because uh, before we get into the whole uh, story now, there's a little bit of past stuff to deal with. He says, I thought I'd find you here as uh, she's lighting a candle for Lyanna. And he says, uh, they're your aunt. And Sansa says, yeah, Ned never talked about her, but he, I'd find him here sometimes lighting a candle for her. I heard she was very beautiful. Littlefinger tells a story about seeing her once as a child when, uh, once, yeah. when he was living with uh, uh, Catelyn's family. And it was at Harrenhal. Lord Went had held a huge tournament, tournament and everyone was there. Your dad, Robert, uh, Mad King. This is... This is- is, isn't this the tournament where Rhaegar yes. gives Yes, we get into yes. this. So, yeah, uh, yeah. He, so he talks about, he talks about that. So he says, uh, and uh, Lyanna was already promised to Robert. Robert, Everyone was there. Imagine me and nobody watching all this. And the final battle, as we've heard Barristan talk about this before, Barristan Selmy versus Rhaegar Targaryen. Another little shout out to Barristan in this episode. When Rhaegar won, everyone cheered. All the girls giggled when they saw his hair and how hot he was. He was so fucking beautiful. And then he rode fucking past. Asked his wife. All the smiles died. I'd never seen so many people. You can tell this was very influential on Littlefinger seeing mm. the seeing the confusion and everything that happened. He liked it. Yes, it was yes, like a yes. drug to him, probably, and this was his first taste. All the people just were quiet as he walked past his wife and he laid the crown of winter roses on her, declared her the queen of love and beauty. How many folks had to die because he chose your aunt? As Sansa's just mesmerized in Littlefinger's eyes, but then she says something... Yes, he chose her. I think Littlefinger was testing her there. And he says, yes, he chose her, but then he kidnapped her and raped her. And then Littlefinger gives her a look. 
Like yeah, if you believe if if you believe that I got a car to sell you is the look that Littlefinger gives yep, her. Yep, like yep, if yep, you really believe true. that you believe that shit, and yep. I taught you better than that. Girl. Yeah, you and, 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 you're still the and, girl. It really it really makes you think about about all of it. Where everybody saw this, everybody saw this, and yet this was still what they used for the rebellion. Yep, yep. Part of what was used for the rebellion yeah. anyway, because Don't it was you... also a bunch of slaughtering of Well, it was about honor, because uh, Littlefinger talks about she was promised to Robert. Already yeah. at that so... point. But we someone talked about that, the different stages. Uh, one of our one of our great people in the chat posted something on one of our videos this season about the succession of she was promised, but was she betrothed or whatever? Like, the, yeah, there's yeah. there's like different levels, and she was yes. at the first yes. level yes. at this point. Yeah, she was promised she wasn't betrothed. Yeah, yeah. So Sansa says carefully, and yeah, Littlefinger gives her that. I got a car to sell you if you want to believe that shit. Uh, Lola says, Phil, I missed Winterfell. I really hope Sansa avenges her family. Oh, Sansa yeah. will go to feast on Ramsay's sausage, transformed into something, and transformed into something stronger. Allison says, "Would Sansa approve or disapprove of what Ramsay did to Theon? On one hand, it's a psychotic disapprove. thing to do, but as far as she knows, Theon killed her brothers. I, knowing that, knowing that Sansa has a lot of the Tully rage in her, I could see Sansa being. She's gonna love it. She she she's gonna love, love it. it. She'll be very happy of the fact that I, this has happened to him. He's I gonna present her. Still alive." I, I don't I, think she yes. would want. I think she wants him. She would want him dead. When she finds out, though, that her brothers are still alive, I think she might have quite a bit more sympathy mm. for him than all of that. See, yes, and I, but I just still, she betrayed Rob, in, she, which led to the burning of Winterfell. Yeah, she's a Stark, though. I don't. I think she has that Stark honor in her, no matter how like petty well, and, and naive she's it. been. It's her place to do it. Not <laughs> Lola says what you were talking about. It's like Danny in the first season eating the horse heart. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. She, yep, she's about to get her heart. Uh, horse Nation says Robert obviously was a self delusional. Was self delusional about Leanna. He thought, how could a chick resist his fat ass? Never. Uh, Lola says Sansa, Sansa marrying Ramsay, a psychopath with the mind of a squirrel. Hmm, I feel really bad for Sansa if she goes through with uh, oh, yeah. goes through with what uh, everything that would be that would be horrible. Well, uh, the real threat, I think, I mean, all of the Boltons are a threat, but that his girlfriend and her mean girl sidekicks that were glaring at her last episode. Yeah, they're, they they're, they're the trouble. Real threat to her. They're trouble. Absolutely. And I think Ramsey's going to have to handle that. Ramsey, like, Ramsey has to keep up appearances. But she can't, the, the North loves her. The North remembers. And she has to keep up appearances as a good husband. Plus, I think, I think. Plus, I think Ramsey's probably going to be a little uh, smitten with her to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, so, so, and then, then uh, he changes the subject after he knows she's not getting it, and he says, "Come on, let's get out of here, so the dead can't hear us." He, she says, "You're dressed for riding. Where are you going?" He says, "To King's Landing. Cersei sent for me, and I can't make her suspicious." She says, "Don't leave me here with these people." And he says, uh, I won't be for long. Stannis is marching here. And she goes, you don't know that. And I go, yeah, he, yeah, I do. He needs to march here, but so he beats the winter. That's just, that, this just shows how smart Peter Bailey he knows. is, really. He's got this all figured out. He knows exactly what Stannis is. He's got, he's got, he, oh, yeah. He's got he's people. such a long game. He's got people he, there reporting on that. He's got people yes, everywhere. Yes, yes. So, he, he has his long game down, as we've seen. So uh, she says, uh, she says, you gotta, you gotta wonder whether or not he believes that she'll actually make it through this alive. 
And I don't think he cares. Uh, so, no, I don't think so. No, exactly. No. I don't think so either. I think she's he thinks she's dead. Yeah, I don't think he, I think he was. I think at the end, just to talk about the end, and then we'll go back here. I think he was kissing her goodbye. I think he was kissing yeah. her like. Oh, I think so too. That that was yeah, it. That was his. Mean, oh, that was. He essentially told her like, if you can't uh, kill Bolton, make him yours. Yeah, make him yours is what she says. Him? Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, night. Do the yeah, nasty I don't with. Think he cares about her. Do the nasty with Ramsey Snow. So. Uh, yeah. So Stannis is marching here soon, and uh, the winner. And once he takes Winterfell, he'll take the North, and he'll. Uh, he's the best military commander, Ma, commanding Mon. If I was a betting man, which I am, I would bet on Stannis. And once he takes over and destroys the most hated family in the North, he'll make you wardeness of the North because your father supported him as king. And you are. And this is important because he said something different to her earlier in a different episode, and there was speculation if he knew something else. He says to her, clarifies something he said earlier, which I think is interesting. He says, you're the last surviving Stark. So he knows nothing about, Littlefinger knows nothing about uh, Bran or Rickon. Right, exactly. He doesn't. So she asks if uh, if he's wrong and what if he doesn't take Winterfell or, or Stannis loses. And then she, he, he says, you will make this Ramsay yours and own him. He already has fallen for you. And she says, I don't know how to do that. As she gives him fuck you, fuck me, little finger now eyes. And he yeah. goes, he goes, don't play. And she says, Ruth scares me. And little finger says, good, he should. He's a dangerous man. And then he smiles his little little finger smile. And he says his little chessier cat smile. And he goes, dangerous men can be outmaneuvered. Uh, he's the, he is most dangerous, but dangerous men can be outmaneuvered. And you, my dear, have learned to maneuver from the best. And then he says, I'll be back soon. Be strong without me. And then he leans in for a fucking sexy kiss for a uh, a little bit more, uh, not a more than friends, a not fatherly. It was a, it was back to their kiss from uh, that, that uh, crazy Aunt, Aunt Liza was watching. Well, I just wanted her manipulation of him to go a, a small step further. She should have, like, put her hand on his chest or, like, touched his cheek. I wanted her to play the game a little bit more than she did. Just, like, that one slight subtle gesture that would say so much to him. Just to it keep him... It would fuck in, with Peter Bailey. Yeah. Like, she's she's still that vulnerable little girl. She's playing a and little it bit of that, but she she's a seductress, like too. Catholic. Yeah. Katie, you're 100% right, as not in the way that I'm enjoying her on the show hasn't regressed, but the yeah. character of Sansa, you see in this moment that Littlefinger's teaching her just enough to make her think that she knows more than she does at this point. Yeah, yeah. Which he, is manipulating her just as not. not yeah, you you see how at any point in the first couple of episodes, is it could see could see that oh Sansa's actually running a little bit of a game on Littlefinger. This moment it was completely blown out of the water, and this is all Littlefinger's yeah, game to lose. Yeah. He he. Well, is, that's why. Yeah, that's why I like. He says you know how to do this, and she does. She absolutely does. <laughs> she could throw him off. A Katie, you uh, Lola wants to know. Katie asks, uh, oh, Katie, you wanted to see a porn? <laughs> oh. No, I gotta, I gotta also oh. bring up that in blah, the previous blah. episode, in the last episode, Baelish says to Ramsey himself, oh, I, I don't know much about you. And, uh, Bullshit. Ramsey's, Ramsey's playing Peter Baelish. So I, I think it's funny how he completely downplays how dangerous Ramsey is. He knows nothing about Ramsey. 
and says Roos is the dangerous one. Yeah, Miranda yeah. and the bitches are uh, kind of tru- are trouble. Uh, ew about the the uh, little finger inside. I think that's the general consensus. It was an ew moment. Rachel sixty one kind of hope that Sansa takes Littlefinger's advice on Ramsay. That is the only way I can see her surviving the Boltons. Otto says, uh, "Don't the lords of Westeros know who's the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch? Uh, they probably they probably do at at this point." Uh, I think she's high. Oh, I, but he's not a Stark, so he can't really. And he's in the Night's Watch, so he so Littlefinger doesn't really count him in his. Uh, You're the last Stark, and he's a bastard. And he's a ba- He's a bastard, yeah. and uh, it, but he could be legitimized by Stannis. But when it really comes down to it, he's. Having taken the black, he's he figures himself. Even if he wasn't a bastard, taking the black figures him out of the equation. Yeah, well, he can't walk away from the black either, especially after beheading uh, Horse Nations. Great point, Katie. And Horse Nation, awesome point as well. Sansa isn't a hundred percent a player. Are she to figured out that Rhaegar didn't rape Lyanna? That's why I said I think that was a test by Littlefinger. See how far you come. Do you uh, yeah, do you do you yeah. see some bullshit in the story I'm telling you? Listen to what I'm telling you. Does that destroy your myths that your father set inside your head from the time you were a child? Yeah. Can you can she you still get believes some fairy tales? Right. And... Exactly. She she believes her family, especially being back in that spot. She's starting to fall back into the Stark way of thinking. Littlefinger's yeah. trying yeah. to break her out of that. Ramsey is worse, worse uh, ten times than Joffrey. He says dragon. Uh, Catfish says shit. I wouldn't. Uh, I would fuck Ramsey before Joffrey. And uh, Lola says uh, maybe Ramsey really cares for Sansa. We're gonna see. I have a feeling he might. I have a feeling we might see. I have a feeling Game of Thrones is gonna do something why weird. Would care, why would he care for? Her? The, uh, why would he this really is what Je- Joe just. Know her. Joe, listen to me. I I know, but I think he's gonna be like, oh, she's so clean or some some shit. He's gonna get overwhelmed with pleasing his father and show her some respect. I. This is my only point. Let me let me really, say. I think. Let me. I think that. Been married and is is so and is dirty no, no. i well, think that i think that the show is just going to do what isn't expected here and give us ramsey acting di- it's expected that ramsey's going to treat it like be crazy ramsey here i think we're going to see something different i have a feeling they're going to do something weird on us here and have ramsey really be smitten with her at least that's my that's my hypothesis here but and, and he legitimizes been... him even more which is true so well, maybe you're right but he's been set up as a sexually sadistic sociopath. Very true. So, but so how long can he let like the, let even the if he mirage, likes her, that last. doesn't mean she's safe. Let the crazy out one a little bit at a time. Yes. <laughs> We're getting into the tra- the chats, getting into the amazing Joffrey versus Ramsay debate that's just going to go on forever. Oh no! Oh my goodness! Oh, it's a great. I know it's tough. It's tough. They both taste delicious. So he laughs and uh, gives her. That game? <laughs> we need a third we need a third one mixed in there yeah it's the ma- uh uh marry fucking kill yes 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 uh i i think uh, i think you ha- i think because they're all sick i think sick, i would f- sick. we need a third one here because like that would be the person so i'm I'd- doing my best to think who's the third and I- maybe tywin uh, how about uh, Tywin? Peter Baelish. Uh, yeah. Peter okay. Baelish. No, I'm thinking like maybe uh, fucking Ilan Payne. <laughs> no. The Mountain. The Mountain. The Mountain. Ooh. Yes. The Mountains. Mary. Oh. F- yeah. Mary I fuck killed think- Ma- the Mountain. Uh, the Mountain. Oh. These three. Oh my God! No, that no. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> so I'm especially small. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I think oh. I think I have to. Oh God! I don't even want to talk about that. So we cut to a. That's Sorry, a, yeah. 
that's too Sorry. difficult. No, that's okay, Katie. Right. That, the, 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 good, 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 good Sorry, question. It can't be the mountain. It can't be the mountain. No, no, because it makes it too difficult. It makes it too, no. That's it is the mountain. That's the game. Mountain Joffrey well, and Ramsey. Ma no matter what choice you make with the mountain, he's gonna crush your head anyway. Very true. So. I think you have to kill the mountain, don't you? You have to try. Marry Joffrey and have sex with Ramsey. I guess ah! that's what you have to do. The Oh, no, I, I don't think we can. I, the mountain's not the third person. He's not on the same level. Oh, well, Bill! Bill has a better one. Bill, Bill has a better one. Uh, Ramsey, Roos, and Joffrey kill, rape, marry. Oh, oh my goodness! No, 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 no! Not Roos. Um, what's his name over there in the twins? Walter oh, Frey. Walter Frey. Yeah, Walter Frey. Dragon yeah. said Walter Frey up there too. Okay, so yeah, yeah. okay, good. Walter Frey, it is. <laughs> okay, Walter Frey. Okay, uh, Horse Nation. One more on this one. Joffrey is worse than Ramsay because Joffrey was also a total coward. Makes him worse than Ramsay, in my opinion. Uh, Silent Fox says he essentially served Psycho Games. He's not an anarchist like the Joker. Uh, talking about Ramsay, and I've said this before. I think Ramsay would have made Will, especially if they do a TV show version of the Joker. I think Ramsay should play the Joker on television. But anyway, that would be nice. Ooh. Yeah, I, I like his smile. He has a natural Joker smile. I, I think the kid from uh, the kid from Shameless did a good job. He did. He, he wasn't bad for a kid. He did okay. But when he gets older, he should grow up into Joffrey, and uh, grow up into uh, grow, I mean, grow up into uh, grow up into uh, Ramsey, and then we'd have two members of Game of Thrones in the Batman Batman universes as Joffrey's and Batman begins. So we uh, in Batman should have killed his ass there if he knew what was about to happen. Yep. Oh, would have stopped so roof. much carnage. Is that Joe? equipped him with his first weapon. Uh, Katie, ouch, I'm a crow. I'm a crow made my night, Richie says. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Stacy asks, is that Joe's pr Princess Leia's slave look? I have a Princess Leia slave look. I'll wear it for you next and, week. And uh, Scout says, marry the mountain, fuck Ramsey, kill Joffrey, always kill Joffrey. And someone says... <laughs> Someone says Scout wins. Yes, yeah, Scout wins. Scout wins, 100%. So we cut to at night. Let's go to this next scene as we cut to night with Jamie and Braun as they're rowing, or I should say Braun's rowing, as we get to our comic relief of the night, which was very funny stuff here. As uh, Oberon and, and uh, I'm sorry, as obviously Braun can only row. I put OBV, which I thought was Oberon, but that's uh, obviously Braun can only row. So they get to shore and they come ashore and they both kind of pass out and Jamie wakes up and you get, you cut to the shot of Jamie waking up the next morning and he's sleeping and we hear the sound of a blade coming out as Jamie's face is wide and, uh, and, uh, Braun throws a blade at a snake, which obviously the symbolism's obvious there. The, uh, the sands, the snake in the sand and, uh, and Braun says the crocodile Dundee line, ah, oh, it's breakfast. And uh, so we cut to them eating and Jamie's being uncomfortable, a nice uncomfortable comedic moment with the hand. Braun says, well, that would have been a shit way for you to die. And Jamie says, as, uh, as far as I can tell, all ways to die are shit ways. And Braun says, well, not for your lot. They need something for the singers to sing songs about. And Jamie's like, I don't give a fuck what people sing about me when I'm dead, which is a lie. You're fucking oh, lying. Yep. You're so yep. lying, Jamie. You, know how, you saw how long. We all saw how long he was looking at the, that fucking book yep, for. Yep, yeah. Yep. The, the, the king, oh, my page is blank. It's going to say Kingslayer. And. <laughs> And oh, and sister fucker. I I got I got two comments I want to get to here. One, Phil, you got a you got a backer here in Beck Social Science Cohen, scientist Cohen. He agrees with you that he has a feeling, and he's hoping 
that Ramsey will be totally smitten with Sansa and treat, mm. treat her with care. I, I have a feeling. I just... advice, she'll be able to manipulate Ramsey and charm seduce him into a state of dullness. Mm. Ramsey would kill the mean girl I, in a second. I'm oh, so aboard that. Oh, I'm so I aboard that. I think I think that's what's gonna. Ha I think he's gonna like. If I think he's gonna protect Sansa against the uh, the Mean Girl Alliance, there. I think. I and, be and, upset and with that. I kind of. I kind of feel that way too. Because she means so much to his advancement. Yes, he just yeah. got made, uh, he's no longer a bastard, and now he's uh, married to the heir of the North, so to speak. You know, yeah, this is yeah. the best position he's ever been in, and I agree, he'll kill that whole pack of girls to protect what what could be coming to him. If he does go psycho on her, I think it will be much later on in their life. Yes, yes. I think he is the beard that he that he is going to, she is the beard that he is going to wear. <laughs> Horse Nation, I love that too. I love the Jamie raised hand, queen mum greeting style. I love everything with Jamie's hand. <laughs> and was there another comment you want to get to, Joe? Yeah, Tim Gersh, I'm absolutely going to wear my Princess Leia style Yay. next. <laughs> Okay, so Jamie being an idiot, I want to die with a woman I love. Uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, Dornish shoulders looking badass too. So Catfish Gamer, I love how Jamie uh, Bruce lead that sword. Uh, I love that moment. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yes. That was great scene. Or uh, Catfish Gamer says, or she is not nothing but a fuck toy. Now she is not needed. Very interesting. Uh uh, so let's get let's get to this. JB says, uh, they, they, as far as I can see, all shit ways to die. And Braun says, well, not for real. They need something to sing the song. Uh, Jamie, and uh, he just doesn't give a shit. He's and uh, J and Braun says, two nights uh, two nights off to save a princess sounds like a good song to me. And Jamie says, ah, sounds like all the rest. Braun's eating. Yeah, it does sound like all the rest. Sansa would love it. <laughs> uh braun is eating uh some of the grain he kind of like plucks the grain in the ship and starts uh eating and enjoying his time on the ship drinking some wine then jamie asks what shit way would uh or he's eating right here uh what shit way would you want to die and and uh braun says in my own keep with my own wine watching my sons gravel for my fortune which is a little different than Tyrion's way but he heard Tyrion say that. I almost thought he was going to quote Tyrion word for word here with uh drink in my hand and someone's girl on my yeah, and mouth yeah. on my cock cuz I they're, think they're eating the snake they're not on the ship right, right I'm sorry I fu I fucked up there they're eating the snake there I, I I had a mix up in my notes there they're eating the snake so uh Jamie says with a Lannister smile oh I'm disappointed thought you would have uh had something exciting planned and Bronn has an awesome line where he says I lived an exciting life I want my death to be boring yeah i love braun uh, braun was and he was great in this episode it was uh it yeah, was he yeah. had all the funny lines in this episode were braun lines he was one of my favorite characters always through throughout yeah yeah he's my favorite character one of my favorite characters in the show he's got great one-liners he's got great line with the changes that have happened yeah with braun i love braun i love braun i love the the direction the show took so so, and then Braun turns to him, and this is the line that everyone in the uh, chat's going crazy about, and I think everyone should go crazy about, and it's the line you just want to just slap Jamie across the fucking side of the fucking head and wish he was talking about Brienne, but he's not. And uh, he I goes, think, I think, I think, Phil, I'm glad you said that. I think he is. You think mm, he, I no. think he is huh. absolutely thinking of Brienne in that moment. Eh. I think he's torn at this point. I think he's thinking of Brienne. I think you're hopeful thinking there, Joe. No, I really do I like think it. he's thinking like of Brienne. I think she's there as well as <laughs> Dragon said. You gotta remember. You gotta remember. We were given that clip on the ship earlier for a reason, and I think it was to put that thought in our head about Brienne. 
when they're on the ship and they're passing by the island. Bill, you're just, awesome, oh, dude. This, this one place, and the and the guy says, no, 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 no. That's Tarth, the, the Emerald Isle. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, that's Brienne's. That's Brienne's Brienne. father's island. That's where she's from. And I think that starts reminding us of Brienne. And that's what I think he's talking about Brienne in that moment, not Cersei. I think, yeah, he loves her, but that's not that's not the woman he loves anymore. Well, I, think I, that, think, that, I, that I think he's thinking of Brienne. I think I don't think he loves Cersei. I think that he's obsessed with Cersei. But I don't think they love each other Dra in any way, really. I think he's thinking of Brienne. Dragon's got a couple of comments for you, Joe. Brienne. Dragon I'm says, "Dragon says, hey, Joe, every character can't be your favorite. And <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing. That's exactly why this show is my favorite. Yeah. Because They're all so my, awesome. Every time, and, and not every character is. I didn't like Joffrey. I don't like Cersei. They are not my favorites. <laughs> I do not like this guy with the mountain on his table. Frankenstein slash what? What was uh, it? Uh, Frankenstein slash uh, <laughs> Scout uh, Russian dude. Uh, right, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm with I'm with I'm with Scout. Uh, he says uh, I'm with Scout who says, "Oh, I wish he was thinking about Brienne, but I'm not smoking crack." So <laughs> 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 I'm with you, Scout, on that one. I wish too. I'm not I'm not I'm not sniffing the uh, the delusion the delusion dust right now. But uh, but I but I wish oh. you were right, Joe. I wish you were right. I I hope you're right. I you know what. Uh, I'm going to go with all past judgments in, in any kind of debate and, and side with I'm always right. So here we go. Yep. You'll all see. <laughs> yeah. you. King's oh justice. <laughs> King's justice. All have just been won. <laughs> so so Braun gives him the what the fuck. He says, well, how about you? And Jamie says, in the arms, the woman I love. And Braun gives him this what the fuck's wrong with you look, you poor bastard. And no, as I think more than just that, more, he, he, he says, he says like, he like it. Uh, your sister? Yep. No, he that's what Bron's thinking. He's he, he asked you and uh, and does she want the same? And Jamie just looks up and goes, uh, shakes it off and says, uh, and Bron douses the fire. As Bron asks about the captain and uh, and like, where is he from? What's to stop him from ratting us out? What's to stop him from going up the coast, selling us out? Jamie says, a big bag of gold. Bron says, you underestimate the hate of your family in this part of the world. <laughs> and and that's and and Bron is so so right oh, here. Oh, so right. And I I am. <laughs> It took him the whole fucking voyage to think of it. And and Jamie never even thought of it. That's how smart like yep. yeah, it never even it never occurs to, to Jamie at all that that the captain would do this. Why would he? Someone and, would but, take the gold and then still do what they're not supposed to do. Right. And but oh! Bra but Braun as a sellsword knows exactly what like dude, these got people gotta make money. Not everybody is rich. They will sell this information. Just like they, yeah, he promised you everything. He made, he swore to every vow in the fucking book. He took his dick out, laid it across the seven, the seven, the tome of the seven or whatever, and swore <laughs> to the old gods and the new, the red god, death, all of them, the faceless god, all of them to get that bag of money. And then, yeah, after he drops us off, he's going to stop in the first town and collect another bag of money to sell this information. Absolutely. I love, Absolutely. I love you dragon for saying that. Cause you know, you're on my side on, the, on that battle. Anyways. So as uh, what, 
<laughs> so what stops him from going up the coast and selling us out? Jamie says a big bag of gold. Br Bron says you underestimate the hate your family in this part of the world. And Bron says I'm sure he swore all kinds of shit to get that money, but if he rats us out, you're not going to be around to trouble him. As they head, uh, we see some horses coming and it's some Dornish soldiers. How many uh, do you count? J Bron asks Jamie and Jamie says four and Bron asks him uh well how many do you think you can take and Jamie says one if he's slow <laughs> if he's slow right so they ride towards him he, where they're uh, and in that moment I think I was thinking wow he underestimates himself yeah he absolutely underestimates himself um he's filled with self-doubt yeah. And that's really the main reason why he's kind of on this mission to try to prove to not only Cersei that he's, but to prove to himself that he's still useful well, or die trying. Well, I think Cersei. Uh, Cersei. That's good. I like that one. Cersei is a big source of his great insecurity. Yep. <laughs> like the hand didn't help, but he was training, he was getting better. Tyrion was telling him that he could do it. Yeah. And Cersei's like, you're You'll useless. You'll protect Tommen like you protected your other son. Yeah. Uh, Post four guards outside his door, you ass. So I think that, yeah. He really underestimates himself, and we see that. Bill yeah, says, I, I he basically said, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> to, uh, to basically is what Prav was saying. Right. John Z says, I think Jamie's uh, longer to figure it out than Braun. Uh, Braun's a smart guy. Tyrion, Tyrion knows. Uh, Spear, LOL Joe. Uh, Lupez says, Katie, you're getting good with the crow. You should have worked for Jim Henson. Catfish yeah. Gamer yeah, says... Catfish Gamer says, that's what I would... Uh, dude, that's because she's warging. It's not a puppet. Uh, Ronnie yeah. says, Joe's right. Sapphire Islands. Jamie used that very point to prevent Bran's rape. Uh, Greed Stacy. Uh, Dragon says, I love how Katie Crow has to ruffle her feathers <laughs> when she gets upset. <laughs> Bill Sotheby says, I don't think Jamie's underestimating anything. If it's not for his lucky sword catch, he was getting owned by that red short Dornish men. Uh, Catfish Gamer, not really try writing with your left hand. It would take years to get your mojo back. Uh, Stacey E says, Cersei is a cancer who infects anyone she comes in contact with. Oh, yes. So much so. The more you know. Yeah, ab absolutely. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Uh, and Silent Fox says, Joe, I think Jamie could make a comeback as a fighter if he lives through this. Uh, I, I, I agree. This is going to be... This he, when he caught that sword with his with his golden slash iron hand there, it was absolutely he was uh, surprised. A, he was surprised. It's a revelation. Yeah. It's not a handicap. This can the whole time he was fighting. I'm sitting there saying, "Bash him with your club hand." The hand. That's a that's a big fucking weight on the end of a yeah, on the end of your yeah. arm. You would punch someone with your <clears throat> right hand or your left hand. You you've shown us before in past fights that you've used your left hand to pull out a dagger in the middle of a fight, start training your right hand to be worked as a club or a shield. Exactly. Start using everything you have at your advantage, especially because your instincts are all with that right hand. You could at least use it for some aspect of your fighting. Right. I, I just kept saying, use your hand. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Use yes. the mace. Use it. He can't fight. Club. He will never be able to fight the same way he did before. No. He just has to adapt to what he has. Exactly. He's got to use his guile now instead of his uh, quickness yeah. or his skills. So Braun yeah. says, uh, thank you, as they come up to him and surround him. He goes, thanks for finding us. The guy goes, uh, what's your name? And Braun says, oh, we're cool. Well, it's, it's, they were hiding first. They were they hiding first. Yeah. And they and saw them and they just came right up to them. And, and though they didn't see him and come right up to him. Him. They they were high and 
when they realized they weren't going to be able to, that the guys had seen the footprints and they were going to follow the footprints, that's when Braun's like, fuck it. And he just stood up and he starts waving his hands. He even like, he gives them like a little point, like, yeah, we're right here. Yeah, right. Know, come, come and get us. Here we us, are. Hi. Let's do this. Hey, our yeah. name. The, it's, our... it's a really cute acting job. I, I love Braun. I love the actor that plays him. It was a nice little touch the way he threw his arms up and the little pointing he did. That Yes, that was what I was looking for in Sansa in that scene with Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. Those little, little extra. extras that put so much depth to the scene. And Braun's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our names are Cooper and Darnell. Yeah, Cooper and Darnell. Yeah. <laughs> and the guard, the guard says, yeah, you guys are from King's Landing, huh? And Braun's like, yeah, yeah, nice ear. No, we're from Fleabon, whelped and whipped. And they're like eyeballing Jamie, like, yeah, fuck you, you're from Flea Bottom. And Braun says, uh, yeah, our ship capsized in the night, sure. And Jamie interjects, Jamie, shut the fuck up. He goes, uh, yeah, 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 the sharks. We thought the sharks would get us. And the guard's like, no sharks in Dorn. And Jamie and Braun have a little funny bit about sharks. Well, maybe they were dolphins. Were they dolphins or were they sharks? Yeah, huh? I just could have sworn there was a fin in that Did water. you see a fin? I think I saw a fin. Like sharks to me. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a funny. It was almost like a little Seinfeld bit. I don't want to. I don't want to quibble on this. It was like curb your enthusiasm Seinfeld. But like yeah, I don't. Fellow. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, you sure? You sure? I don't want to quibble. I think I saw a fin. Do dolphins have fins? What's the deal with that? And then he just forces the issue, and and he's like, sword in the sand, sword in the sand. And Bron says, fine, fine, sword down. And he throws the sword down, and then he does the uh, Jack Burton thing. And he goes all in the reflexes and throws the uh, blade into the into the one guard's hand, head. And then he takes out the other guy with a sick move to kind of knock him off his horse. Then he chops the third guy's uh, horse in half that's charging, and he falls down the ground. And then he turns to Jamie and goes, ah, that one should be slow enough for you. And, and here's the thing. He probably could have just killed him right there. He oh, was on course. the ground. A horse had just fallen. He's, he's also Jamie's middle. teacher. He's training. Yes, right, yes, exactly. yes. That's, that was That's my point. He. It would it would have probably had been easier to kill that guy and then just make it the last and then go take on the last guy, just as it yep, was to yep, say yep. to take the second and say there you go, Jamie. He's slow enough for Gr- you. Grape. He's been waiting for Jamie to have and, this revelation. And and that's the thing. He he, it's basically he's uh, he's happy to throw Jamie into the pool you know, to learn how to swim. Absolutely. Like, here you go, push, all right off the edge of the He ship. gets some morbid joy like, out oh, of it, too. You don't know how to swim? Well, let's yeah. teach you. <laughs> yeah. He likes watching the little rich boy that shits gold uh, flail a little bit, too. Horse, right. Na- Horse Nation has a good point, because I, I think this as well, and Joe kind of hinted at this, too. Uh, Jamie can fight the way he did before. It's called a sword, raper, saber, dagger, buckler. Trained for his left, uh, left hand so he doesn't uh, take too long, really. Absolutely. There's attachments. Um, uh. Tyrion, Tyrion uh, designed a saddle for uh, for Braun. He could have designed something for Jamie to wear. Right, I agree. Well, I mean, you can do the same things with your left hand that you can with your right, but the left hand is the stranger. Now, uh, I'm it sure always feels different. <laughs> so true. I've heard the stranger. So, good. so you've heard, yeah. K- uh, Katie, you're gonna want to speak on this, I bet too, as uh, as as. Uh, as someone someone said, who was it? Uh, Lola said, "I did not like seeing the horse die." Or it was Scout. I didn't like seeing the horse oh, so, horse yeah, killing. I was devastated. It was no horse. Poor horse. <laughs> no horses were killed in this episode of Game of Thrones. So. Otto <laughs> Otto says, uh, "Did they suffer?" Bless you, Jamie uh, is a rich uh, pussy. Says Otto. <laughs> <laughs> 
how Lilith says maybe he maybe he does feel a little something that is slightly more serious than platonic attraction for Bram, but I don't even honestly think he's currently interested in figuring out that exactly what it is. He he just wants, and I'll add a little bit more. He just wants to make up to Cersei because he's clouded by that right now. He's, yeah, he's trying to prove himself to Cersei. Absolutely. So, so I love, also love the look as the guy comes off and uh, and Bron goes and takes care of the other dude, and uh, Jamie faces off against this uh, this Dornish soldier who pulls out the slightly curved sword. It's kind of a funny moment as Jamie gives him this look like, please don't do this, please don't do this, and Jamie's not happy, but he he's doing all right. I mean, he's fighting defensively, but he's about to die really soon, and they, he falls down a hill. He kind of is rolling down, but they don't do the TV trope of them. Oh, they're on a hill they gotta roll to the bottom no. they uh they kind of like fought on the hill a little bit and uh but jamie and was like the fight ends while they're still on while they're the still on the hill jamie gets knocked down and the guy basically has him in a kill position and jamie's instinct in that position is to raise his right hand which which makes sense it's not weird that he would do this when he lost with the left he raises his right hand like he has the sword in the uh the instinct yep. moment and he's able to catch the sword as someone said in the chat like a bruce lee moment with the gold hand and then he's just like oh shit and he still has the guile and kind of like what katie was saying if he learns and gets his instincts well enough he can learn to be maybe not the fighter he was but very damn close and he pulls yep. the sword out of the other hand and uh and stabs the guy and uh and then he has another comedic moment of having trouble uh, getting the sword detached yeah. from the hand. <laughs> as Braun yells yeah. down, uh, nice move. And Jamie yells up, all luck. As Braun says, you had a wonderful teacher. <laughs> and then yeah. and then we have some more comedy as Jamie has a moment at saying, uh, Braun's pumped. He says, ah, now we've got some uh, nice Dornish stallions. We can ride all day and night without stopping uh, towards the water gardens with the wind in our face. And Jamie says, listen, we got to do something about these bodies. And Bron says, well, the birds need to eat too, which is a funny line. And Jamie says, the bodies attract attention, attention attracts soldiers. We don't want to start a war. We need to bury these bodies. And Bron's like, that's going to fucking take forever for us to dig those holes. And Jamie's like, with this funny, the funny Lannister look, uh, you know, um, but I only have one hand, so I can't really. Yeah, I can't. What do you want me to do? Like, yeah. but I love how he says, I love how he says it too. He goes, I can't really dig. Well, can't really. What? Well, I can't do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it looks like you're gonna have to bury those broads. Uh, yeah, that hand is a built-in shovel, bitch. Yeah, that's that's the excuse. Wow. He can uh, he can goat that hand anytime he wants. Yep, yep, yep. In this situation, I can't dig. I don't have a hand. I can't do that. I can't do the hand. <laughs> Catfish gamer Jamie needs Lord uh, Valdemont to fix his hand. <laughs> Uh, Bill Sotheby says it's all over, Jamie. I have the high ground. <laughs> Stab this. I have the high ground, Jamie. I've been thinking that the whole time. Is anybody else thinking, oh my god, he's got the high ground on Jamie? He's got the oh no, Jamie doesn't have the high ground. I want to see the adventures. Lois says, I want to see the adventures of Brienne and Braun. Maybe I could produce they could produce a baby Brian. Oh, that'd be awesome. Scout says, wax on, wax off. Where's the karate kid when you need him? Well, well Jamie did say he would find Braun a much better companion. And uh, and Lola says, "Yep, it was a uh, it was a fatal mistake of Jamie to leave Brienne with uh, Pod alone. Uh, once Pod gets in there, he's there's no going back." All right, uh, mm. Pod the Rod, Pod the Rod, the Pod the Rod, uh, satisfying women since 1932. Ding. 
So, so we cut. Uh, do we have to get? Do we have to talk about this? Okay. So, uh, yeah, we do. So okay. So we cut to Alaria Sand riding down the beach, which is a really nice shot. This is a really awesome visual of her riding down the beach, beach on horseback. Very, very cool. As we get to a nice camp, where it's a really cool camp, looking camp on the side with uh. Did one of them get away? What, one Did of Bron, who? Bron, like the four guards. We didn't see Braun kill the last he, one. We assumed that while Jamie right. was dealing so, with but, it. But when I saw that guy riding away, I thought, oh, saw her riding before she took off. Right. And I thought, oh, oh, one got away. But but, but so, no, but no I, I think I think we're to, we're to assume that Braun killed right. another At guy. At first, I assumed that. And then when I saw the rider, I didn't. And then immediately mm. was like, okay. Okay. And it was Ilaria Sand riding down. And, she, and then we meet are three sand snakes, Obara, uh, Tyene, and Nameria. They're waiting waiting there for uh, for her. Tyene has daggers, Nameria with a whip, and Obara with the uh, with the uh, the spear. So uh, pr- forgive me as this is the first time meeting them if I'm destroying their names. So uh, so uh, sh- they show up with and they greet her and the first one Tyene says, "Oh mama, so she's uh, Alaria's daughter." In this universe, in this particular way, she's uh, she's Larry's daughter. And uh, what's going on with Durham? Will he raise any soldiers, they ask? Will it be war? Alaria says, he will mourn and weep for your father, but he will not fight. Obaru says, without an army, how can we march against the Lannisters? Alaria says, we do not need an army. We need to wage war. Queen Cersei loves our children. Like the only thing he'll... he'll uh... He'll raise his tears, not an army. Or not something. an army. Not exactly how she puts it, but I liked how she put it. She did. And, and I got to say this. Out of all four of these people, the one I like the most is Ilaria so far. Like, like I think I like, I believe she's the one that's doing the best acting so far. And in this, even in, even in this scene, I believe her more than I believe the other ones. And maybe it's just because I need to get to know these three girls better. Nymeria says we may have a problem as she whips the basket and uncovers the ship captain's head buried with bugs all over it. Obara says exactly what Braun said earlier happened. Uh, someone came up and offered to sell her info about Jamie Lannister. He's here. And Ilaria says uh, if he gets uh, – he's here for Marcella and if he gets her, our chance to get the Lannisters back is gone. Uh, are you with me? Yeah, you have to make a decision. Are you with me or are you with Dor- Doran in peace or my way in war? Uh, uh, Tyene says, I'm always with you, mom. Nim, Nymeria says, girl too, says, I'm with you, kind of nods. And Obara tells a story of meeting Obram the first time uh, he showed up at the whorehouse mom's house and the man who called himself my father taking me to court. My mom said, no, you're too young and you're a girl. The viper threw down a spear and said, boy or girl, we fight our battles. But God lets us pick the weapons. And my dad pointed to a spear and my mom's tears and he's, and, uh, and said, pick up, pick up, and I pick, so she picks up the spear that she has, shows off some moves, does the captain's falcon, show me your moves, and tosses it in the captain's face and said, well, I, had, I made my well, choice, I made my we, choice a long time ago. It was, we had the first girl show her little, uh, little move with the whip to take the basket right. off, how she's proficient yeah, yeah. with the whip. Really we, 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 we can fight. And then, and They're the Ninja have, Turtles. They're the Ninja Turtles. They each have a weapon. Uh, I, I thought this scene was like I said at the beginning of this podcast was really fucking cheesy. I hated the little speech before she had to show off her little spear move to this woman who knows that this girl can fight, who's her, practically her fucking mother or might be yeah. is at least yeah. mother to one of them. Um, I thought it. So I, so there was, there's that whole thing. Uh, 
And then that she's so upset that Oberon was killed by the fucking mountain when it was his choice and then yeah, his stupidity yeah. to be in that situation in the first place. It really fucking pisses me off that she's willing to start a war and kill hundreds and thousands of Dornish people, her brothers and sisters, the bastards of Dorn and, and her and her for, for, for her own fucking petty moronic inability to get over the her, fact her that Oberon, her heartbreak, yeah. that, to get over her heart, that her Oberon was a fucking boob. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll get more oh, Prince. This bitch to the back of the fucking skull. So let's jump in the chat a little bit here. Thanks, uh, Abara and those shoes, says Stacy. We had a lot of trouble about Abara's shoes. Terrible introduction to the Sand Snakes, says Stacy as well. Abara's in those shoes. Awful. Suck my suck my ass. Uh, that was... The uh, beach cops just rolling up. Silent Fox says, Scout Dakota says, Scorpions. Yeah, they were Scorpions, excuse me. Bill says, Obara looked like a drag queen. I kept looking for an Adam's apple. Stacy says, You tell me about the uh, story Obara told you I fell asleep during it. <laughs> yeah, it was just so fucking forced. Yeah. And all three of those girls, I'm sorry. They were, I, I was not impressed with their acting. And, no, and it, it is very, worth it mentioning. It is worth mentioning that uh, we don't want to talk too much about a book, but they did change around the weapons and they gave them instead of making Obar the badass that's good at everything. They kind of gave each one of them in, in a weapon and they switched around whose weapons good. If I remember correctly, Nymeria had daggers in a different situation. Uh, well, no, hmm. I don't. It, the, everything is different than the fucking book. Yeah, and uh, if and if you guys, like, I, I like doing shoutouts to other videos. If you uh, want some more information on the Sand Snakes in general, uh, Emergency Awesome just did a really cool video on the Sand Snakes that I only got to watch a little bit of it. But if you get a chance, check it out. It's pretty good information, especially if you're into the Emergency he Awesome. Does a good dude, job, emergency he does. He he gets a real a lot of really cool information. And uh, quick shot, quick uh, quick, uh, go check out his video at some point about the Sand Snakes. To, he tells you a little bit more about the history behind them and. Some of the changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Later, <laughs> go do that later. So, uh, preach it, Joe. Official Joe rant. Uh, scene was really weak. Scott Dakota overruns dead because he's a fucking idiot. Catfish gamer. Yeah, all the sh shit talking got his head smashed yet at once. Silent Fox, her lover who used to fuck everybody. Jan Z says, I think everyone is being hard on them. They're pissed because their dad got killed. The Lancer. No, we're not. Oh. I would say no, I don't. It's just the way it was done. But I would say. I don't blame the three of them for being upset, and I think no, Joe doesn't either. He's up. talking. He's talking more about Alaria in person, who was actually there watching the whole situation. Yeah. The, the and she's lying to the girls in any in any time, like with her speech and with her saying that you know they murdered Oberon and all this shit. That's lies. That's not yeah. true. That's not what happened. She was there. She witnessed the whole fucking thing, and all this stuff she's saying. It may come from this place of heartbreak, but it's fucking lies. And she and she's gonna get this guy's fucking daughters killed. Yeah. Like she yeah. Yeah. is a complete fucking idiot. And I really wish Prince Duran had allowed that big motherfucker with the scythe to remove that bitch's head before she left the fucking maybe he uh, maybe he maybe he will eventually but uh whoever said it tom yes you yes you did i love terry schwartz she's one of the smartest game of thrones people out there in the fucking planet she gets a lot of awesome information and yes i was i uh, asked them a couple questions in the uh in the book club episode about some stuff from last episode uh, uh lois says dornish people are generally very sexually promiscuous good for them the lannisters didn't kill Oberyn. um uh, 
Mitz uh, says uh, Oberon killed himself by by talking to the mountain. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. He he's a classic, classic bad movie villain. A hundred percent. Yep. Yep. He or or even yeah. I, even we can just compare it to the scene that we say your name is or he just talked too much. And like yes, he talked too much. So. Yeah. So speaking of someone that talks too much, let's get off. Anything else you guys want to say about the Sand Snakes? No, no. Um, Ford. They're kind of hot. Ford. In that, especially Nymeria. She's she's cute. Yeah, I. The one with the the whip. Uh, the, the, is it Nymeria? Isn't that Stance's wolf? Yes. Same name. Nim. They called her Nim, but I believe her real name's oh, Nymeria. Excuse me. Hmm. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> that I, I and I, and I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them potential because it's tough to introduce to have an introduction scene like that. That could have been the yeah. first time that they work. They don't have a lot of stuff to sink their teeth in. It was a very short scene in the episode. I'll wait. I'll wait to pass judgment till I see more well, of what they're going to do. Let's let's just think back for a quick moment how they introduced say uh, Oberon. They had a scene where we at least talked about them first. And I'm not sure. I know she says to Duran, the sand snakes aren't going to like this as she storms off the balcony. Cougar Douglas asks, which one has the nunchucks? No. No, I'm sorry. Cougar Douglas asks, which one of them, which one has the nunchucks? Which one likes pizza? Yeah, which one of them likes pizza? (laughs) With ice cream on it. Yeah, Yeah, which one's the Michelangelo of the sand snakes? (laughs) So, uh, Nymeria was a Dornish queen or something as well. Uh, yes, she was. Uh, eight out of ten as a package deal for them. Uh, Gen Z says, I'll say I'll give it a chance. It can't be as good as the books. Uh, Catfish Gamer says, hello, Mr. Bond. Let me tell you my whole plan. Yeah. Uh, so at least a wardrobe uh, wardrobe is all right. She wasn't a, uh, wasn't she a dog? I want Joe to drink a few more beers and do a separate rant video on how terrible the sand snakes were. The viewers <laughs> demand it. No, no, I got really hurt last week. I, I'm sorry. I cannot drink three of those. I spun out. I had a bad time. It can happen every once in a while. He got triple sight. Oh. He did. He Sting. did. <laughs> Revolving, spinning, twisting. An hour on the floor of the shower, triple sight. <laughs> so, so we go from uh, from loudmouths to other loudmouths to off to Tyrion and Jor on the boat as Tyrion is humming a song. Oh, what song was he humming? Phil? I, I don't know, Joe. What song was he humming? Uh, I believe something that we've heard before in the past at say times. a wedding. Was it the Reigns of Casimir? It was the Reigns oh. of Castamere. Very of interesting. All songs, of all songs to, to start humming in that moment. <laughs> it was just a fun, it was a fun moment. And Tyrion just, he's humming the singing the song, doing anything he can uh, to annoy Jorah so he can get his mouth free, so he can use his only weapon he has. And uh, so finally Jorah, after a while, just gets annoyed and ungags him. And Tyrion says, thank you, as he spits. He goes, who are you? And Jorah says, I'm your captain. He goes, do you have any wine? No. Well, I can't sleep without wine. Well, then stay the fuck awake. Okay, 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 okay. You're not jabbing me back like like Varys. Okay, let me keep going. So uh, so you're going the wrong way, every, by the way. Uh, my sister's in Westeros. I want to point out, they, they left right here behind... Cat who here. Uh, they left Volantis at that mouth of the riverbed right there. And so this somewhere, probably in this bay, I don't know. Like, they're headed all the way over to Marine, which is here. They have to go around through old Val- Valeria, which was mentioned earlier. 
Old Valeria is, uh, is right here, past Old Valeria, where the stone men that were mentioned earlier reside. That they wanted to send off uh, Stannis's little daughter to when she was just born. <laughs> I will, so I, gonna, they might be sailing past there, or maybe they're just trying to get past this little cove here, bay or whatever, to uh, then travel across land. They're just trying to get away from Volantis at the moment because people are going to be looking for Tyrion. Now, I, I just want to put welcome Angus Tin, who's in there as well. Welcome everybody that's in the room right now chatting. Hello, I just want to give the proper introduction to Jorah. Sir Jorah Mountain of Bear Island, Lord of the Friend Zone, and champion dwarf tosser of all Westeros. <laughs> so, so, uh, he, slave trader and fucking failed assassin slash spy. Uh, traitor to multiple crowns, uh, it, exiled from the graces of Danny, mother of dragons. Yeah, exiled by, player. exiled by Danny and Ned Stark. That's like a that's a resume thing. You put that in the resume. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's highlight bad, points. Bad. Yeah, banished by two of the most no, not killed. Although they probably want me dead, but at least banished by two of the most. Uh, honorable people on the face of the fucking yeah. planet. Stannis or, would probably run them through too. In fairness, Ned would have killed him if you caught him. So so uh so he goes, you're going the wrong way. My sister's in Westeros, we're going to the east. Westeros is in the west, motherfucker. And Jor says <laughs> Jor says uh I'm not taking you to your sister. I'm taking you to Daenerys. She's my queen, I serve. Was there any doubt? Was there any doubt? Never Tyrion any doubt. You're the no. only one that didn't know. No. So so Tyrion laughs. He goes, what a waste of a good kidnapping. I was heading there too. And Jorah goes, what business do you have of the queen? And he says, uh, gold, glory, and hate. If you met my sister, you'd know what I meant. So now we're clearing, now we're clear on the same side. Untie me, dude. And uh, he goes, okay, okay, okay. And then he just starts looking and then he makes him. He totally just makes me. He goes, ah, you're a highborn knight, down on his luck. Hmm, beer plate. Uh, oh, you're Jorah Mormont. You are serving your queen. Mile, how are you serving your queen miles away in a whorehouse, having sex with a Daenerys prostitute? What happened? Hmm, hmm. Oh, did I'm she dressing whores up like her to honor her? And then he's like, "Oh, I remember. I remember something about you being a dirty rat. I was drunk at most of the small council meetings. You dirty rat, you. <laughs> but but it's all coming back to me. You spied for Varys, and she found out, and she exiled you. Now you think if you bring me to her, uh, she would reinstate you. Very risky and very desperate. I think she'll execute. Uh, you think she'll execute me and pardon you? I think most likely it will be the reverse. As he just starts wrapping around Jorah's mind, and Jorah, who's not an idiot but just not quick-witted, is just like, no, no. like smoking, smoking, smoking. No. As he just runs over and just bitch moves. He does, not only is he punch a half man, which I. I don't know. I can understand that because if someone pisses you off. You punch. You know. You can punch if you want to punch them. It doesn't matter what size they are. Tyrion is a Tyrion is a man. Uh, but you punch a guy that oh, he might be a small. He might be a dwarf, but his mouth is giant. His giant. But what I'm saying is, you also tie a man. You hit a man that's tied up that can't defend himself at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a bitch move. Cowardly. That's a bitch move. Yes. yes. No, that's not a bitch move. It's a bitch move. That's no, 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 no. That's not a bitch. Move. It's a bitch move. No, no, no. It's the reason it's not a bitch move is because. Uh, you are fucking tied up. What the fuck did you think was going to happen to you when you opened your fucking mouth? 
Open your mouth again. See what happens next. Fair See enough. Cut your fucking hand off like the fucker did to Jamie Lannister. Open your mouth again, bitch. You're fucking tied up. It's not a bitch move. Anything goes when you're tied to my chair. What got you in my chair in the first place? Fair Open enough. He wanted he wa- he to shut the fucking dwarf up at yeah. all costs. Oh, and I guess you can sleep without wine, you little fuck. <laughs> so let's cut over to our final little <laughs> organizational scene tonight. We get Her Highness Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys Targaryen comes out. And I actually, I got to say, this first scene, I in the minimal amount that it was going on tonight... Uh, his Jorah sucks at women, as Bill says. Yeah, <laughs> Sir, he does. Sir Jorah is and so... T- un- tell me Tyrion wasn't wrong, though. He's absolutely... You are. No, you are just point. as likely to lose your head as yeah. me. Lois a- just as likely. Lois says, Lord Friendzone is acting reckless. I just get that feeling like they're going to get it. Laughing my ass off. The way Tyrion... Uh, Lupez says, The way Tyrion picks uh, Jorah apart was a work of art. All he needs is a few details, and Tyrion was Sherlock fucking Holmes in your ass. Oh, yeah, he did. He really fucking elementary them up. I love that show. The B says, Joe, expert captor. Bill Sotheby, Joe's got those crazy eyes going. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, yeah, I back away with Joe as the crazy eyes. So, Joe knows nothing about a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but hey. Don't you don't want to be in my yeah, chair. you don't you don't want to be in Joe's dungeon. So uh, I mean he doesn't have a dun- I mean he doesn't have a dungeon. So so uh, the, I yeah the hypothetical dungeon exactly. I gotta say I especially the scene with Daenerys and uh, Barristan I really enjoyed. Daenerys comes out and says, "Oh, everyone looks happy from up here," and uh, you can see you can just see her how troubled she is. And Barristan sur- says, "I remember all the times as the crew is starting to freak out as I'm talking good about Daenerys." Uh, one second, crow. I will definitely give you your opportunity to bash Daenerys here. Uh, I remember all the times your brother Rhaegar would go down and sing with the people, and and would and Danny's like. Rhaegar sank, and Barristan's like, yeah, he was quite, I love Barristan in this moment, he's quite good. He would find a place on the street, and he would sing, I would collect the cash, and I would protect him. Love how Danny acts in the scene, she's learning the history from Barristan of her connection to her family. Barristan asks, uh, what, Viserys never told you? And she says, no, all he said was Rhaegar was good at, Rhaegar was good at killing people. And Barristan says, no, he didn't like killing people, he loved to sing. And uh, what did you do with the cash? One time we'd give it to another singer. One time we gave it to an orphanage. One time I got terribly drunk. As <laughs> as not Dario comes in and he says his dar and all the uh, brass are out there. They want to talk. Danny asks Barristan if he's going to come join them, and Dario says I can help. Uh, I can protect her from his dar. And Danny says I can protect myself from his dar. And Barristan goes off, and Danny says, go sing a song. So offered to Hisdar, and basically the scene with Hisdar, it's just the same with more shit. You got to open up the slave pits. They, us and the, uh, the, the, the slaves and the masters will never get along. It's what, it's any man can get glory, will never be kings, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be the only thing to keep the city together. Let's stall for more time until Daenerys finally opens up the pits, because we know it's going to fucking happen. So we get some shots, uh, as uh, the slave masters have nothing in common, but opening the pits is a start. As we get a voiceover and we see the harpies kind of entering the cavern tunnels of the pits. So, uh, so I, in that, and that's all of our Daenerys for the scene. So before we get into the end of the episode, I know the crow wanted to spark some uh, some caw about Daenerys. So, so Katie, what do you, what's it? What, what do you have to say? What say you about Miss Targaryen? Oh, I have no use for her until they give me dragon resolution. Yep. I want her to set her babies free and be a good mom for once. Ugh. 
Yeah, what what is she thinking? Like just just dragons let dragons need to fly. Dragons need to fly. What is she doing with those two fucking dragons? Yeah, right? I need some resolution in this situation because I just cannot enjoy her scenes anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, I'm pissed at her. She got them just chained up in the <gasps> dark in that in that little cave there in the in the dungeon in her dungeon. That's talk about a bitch cool. move. Now, can we all agree that's a bitch move? That's a bitch move. <sighs> and I I want to say this like, what's about to happen, what's about to unfold, how, like, open the fighting pits. And on the sacred day of like, it's like, it's like, how dare you not let them play baseball and in, in opening day riots? And do you? Do, I mean, let's get on board. Some people are saying this in the chat too. I, do you think Daenerys should open the pits? No, absolutely no. not. No. no. Uh, here's, here's but the she thing. does need to replace old traditions with new if she's going to do anything. She can't just deprive the people. And here's the thing about the fighting pits: it's absolutely. Going Can they to play Quidditch? Can they play Quidditch? Sure, to be people. Sure. Now you're allowed to sell to yourself death. into slavery for a year, <laughs> right? You're allowed to sell yourself into slavery for a period of a year. And so you sell yourself into slavery in the fighting pits. Ca Cap if you last the year, okay. But like, this is a, this is there. It's just a way to keep down the people. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not. Uh, but then again, you know, if you want to go fight in the fighting pits, go fight in the fucking fighting pits. Okay. Cat, fuck all those farmers' children. Let the dragons fly. Free the beasts. Uh, Catfish Gabriel says, like Braveheart said, freedom for the dragons. I, I, agree, I agree. You know what? We already came up with a with the resolution to this. Hey, listen. If you if your goats and your sheep get eaten by fucking dragons, or your your herd gets eaten by dragons, then we'll give you half of what the herd was worth or a quarter of what the herd was worth. Um, that way, it, at least you get something and it discourages the fraud of going to kill your own herd. Uh, and secondly, if you're, it's your children that get fucking eaten by my dragons, pay closer attention to your fucking children and don't let them get eaten by dragons. Don't send them out running in the fields by themselves. With so, a herd of fucking goats that are bait for fucking dragons. So let's get to this unfortunate stuff. So we get some there are dragons in the world now. Be fucking on your awares, bitches. So we get us some shots of the streets of Marine as the harpies come in and start slitting throats. And then the Unsullied find them and go after them as some woman, shady woman that's a setup. It's a trap. Uh, send them down a hallway. Like, uh, like out of context, like some Viking type situation. Down a hallway to be slaughtered and surrounded as the fight is on. They're particularly overwhelmed. But one particular... Oh, the little... Okay. Uh, These are the sons of the harpies. Yes. Okay. Now, let's talk about who the sons of the harpies are. They're fucking... They're people. The elite rich the they're, elite they're the privileged rich people rich who lost their privilege they're who are fighting elite warriors or or they're the common what? people who lost their slaves too but they're fighting a troop of elite warriors maybe there's twice their numbers maybe it's three times uh, their numbers. doesn't matter i know it's close quarters doesn't and matter. i know they're armed with spears but you see how well gray worm fights with his these other ones fall this should not have even been a fight. These nope. are the unfair. They should all, in Dude, fairness, Joe. Chop through them like Joe. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with yeah. you on this one in the sense that we and what I'm about to say. The fight's on. They're overwhelmed, but one seem in particular seems to be kicking ass, and it's Grey Worm as we see his face. Shouldn't all of them be fighting all as well as Grey Worm? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, Phil. Yes. They should all be kicking ass. They should be chopping through them like it's fucking nothing. Okay, it kind of gets montagey here, and we see the sons of harpies Ugh. are ambushing 
unsullied all over the city. And that's okay. I can understand that. There's 20 or 30 the of them. They've run up behind factor. two. Sure. You know, okay, some of them are going to die. But this particular troop in this hallway, there is no way I believe that this troop loses. Nope. It gets, yeah, okay, everybody in the hallway ends up dead yeah. or on the ground. But ah, uh uh, no, I don't buy it. These are the fucking unsullied. Yeah, right on, Joe. I'm with you. I'm with you. These moments, their entire life, close quarters or fucking open field, these are the goddamn unsullied. Yeah. Um, Stacy says, Stacy says, no, they're not rich. No, no. They're hired by the elite. They're former fighters from the pits. But I totally agree with you, Joe. No yeah. way the unsullied would get owned. So they're former yeah. fighters from the pits. Even um, still. That's, I mean, that's a whole different style of fighting. That's so. So, anyways, the scene goes that they're getting, uh, they're getting overwhelmed. But one is particularly kicking ass. It's Grey Worm. He's taking out the harpies, but he's total badass. Uh, he gets kind of stabbed in some, in pretty much every vital organ that we can see. We cut to Barristan, and he's oh. walking, and he hears the bells as he heads down into the action, pulls his sword out, and you start your heart started beating because you're like, are we gonna get to see Barristan fight here? So, oh, I've been waiting, oh, for, oh, waiting this for this is, for so yeah. long. I'm sorry, but yeah, okay, great. He's old, whatever. No, he is still supposed to be the most badass motherfucker in... Uh, he kicks some ass, uh, dude. He, he kicks, kicks some ass, but not enough ass. Okay. He should have been, been... He and the Unsullied, Ugh. they should have... all Like, at least half of the Unsullied that walked into that hallway and Barristan should have been standing on their feet doing a little 300... <gasps> Yeah. Afterwards. Anyways, so so uh, he so he gets in the room. Barristan shows up. He stabs a guy in the back. It's about like fifteen on one at this point, and he fights some off, and he fights pretty much all of them off. But like two are left alive, and he be, he probably beats like thirteen guys. Barristan for whatever, but that's not enough for Joe. And uh, Barristan ends up getting kind of like six. No, it's more than that. I, I'll go back and count. And he's surrounded. He kicks some serious ass glorious music as he hacks and slashes them down like butter. <laughs> But more, but more come in. He's surrounded. He's stabbed. But he kills one guy, and one guy kind of has him down. Is about to cut his throat. But from right behind, Grey Worm comes back up and fucking kills that motherfucker. And they both fall down. I seriously doubt both of them are dead. No, at least one of them is still alive. At least one of them is alive. I agree. I want to say that. I think Barristan. I'm with. I'm with some of the people in the chat. I think Barristan was fucking badass in that scene, Joe. I think you're, I think you're having... Un- was. I'm not yeah. with you on this one at all. I, I, I'm and not saying he, he was- wasn't badass. He just was And I know that, yeah, it would have been kind of cheesy. If he's an 80-year-old against a bunch of... He's an 80-year-old against 15 uh, fucking people that are fighter pits. Fighting pit guys. Yes, he is. a wise man who has been fighting his whole life. Training his whole life. Now, guys, before, before we go any further, let's get to it. I want to play a special voicemail from one of our listeners who may be in the chat right now. Everyone, this is... And, oh, wait, 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 wait. There's, no. there's a comment here uh, saying, no, it was close quarters. But here's here's the thing, and, and the comment it's... about them being uh, fighting pit things. Here's the thing. Yes, um, it would take severe numbers of, say, gladiators led by, you know, we've seen this in our own history, kind of, uh, to, to, to uh, the, the Roman armies could take out the gladiators. It was only because of sheer numbers that they, that they held up for so long, and then they eventually fell <laughs> yep. to the armies of Rome. This is a highly, 
highly trained. They have been fighting their whole lives, situation. not just you know for every. Now, Joe, that, not uh, just fighting in the pits because Mitz says the the Unsullied were too busy for uh, just too old. To, uh, they were too busy to watch Three Hundred going to whorehouses. Barrison, yes, as Bill Sotheby says, it should have easily been a Thermopylae situation. Uh, Lupez says they both survive. Game of Thrones never trolls you. They show you the head gets sliced off. Even Ned Stark, exactly. they showed the sword go through the hike. Lois says yes. Barristan took more than one stab, if I'm not mistaken. So he's either dead or unconscious. Uh, no, he didn't get his neck cut. No, no, no. And, and he was still important. breathing. So, I saw that so let's get right. let's get to the voicemail because we want to wrap up here soon, unfortunately. But uh, this is from. Our good friend John, John from the show. So let's check out his voicemail now. And remember, if you guys ever want to leave a voicemail, 781-990-8509 or Skype me at I Got Issues Man at G or at I Got Issues Man. So here you go. Here's here it is. Bill, Joe, and of course everybody in the chat room. What's going on, guys? You guys are awesome. Uh, love the show. Uh, this is Jonathan Jacobs from the Joe Nathan Variety Station. I know there's not a lot of content hey, John. up on the page right now, but it's brand new. Give it time. Uh, I'm going to have, I assure What's you, there's there? much, much more to come. A little something for everybody. At least that's the goal. Um, anyway, what an episode, right? What like an you. episode. Fucking Cheer- awesome. I can't get enough of Tyrion this season. Um, he drinks like I do, and that's saying <laughs> something because he's about a third my size. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he provides much-needed comic relief. Had a drink to that. Otherwise, very serious season. Um, Tyrion and Varys, I know we didn't get to see them together much this episode, but... Yeah, I wonder if we're going to see Varys. ...has been gold, and I'm loving it. I, I, quick on that, I wonder if we're not going to see Varys for a long time this season. I, I'm interested to see the next time we see him. Um, well, he was mentioned sure. uh, at least once this Yeah, he was. I, I can't wait till the next time we see him. Barrison? Sir Barristan and possibly Grey Worm, both off in this episode. What are you doing to me, Game of Thrones? What are you yeah. doing to me? This mm. is too much. This is really too much. Uh, <laughs> this, really, the only way to look at this is in a positive light at all is that perhaps now there are one, maybe two opening positions on Daenerys Queen's guard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. maybe she'll need Jorah after all. I, I love Jorah. I hope him. that he doesn't get his head cut off immediately. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it does open up a couple of positions, especially for Tyrion to step up here. I, I don't see her forgiving Jorah ever. That's just my no. impression. But Varys we'll, and Tyrion. Varys yeah. and Tyrion. Yeah. When, yeah. You know, when he goes back to see what's up with Daenerys these days. But uh, I guess we'll just have to see. Uh, you know, we're only to the fourth episode. That is really crazy. crazy. That's a good point. Already. Um. Anyway, thanks again, Phil, for having me Thank on. you for leaving a fucking uh, voicemail, dude. I love the show. I, I, like I said, I've been a fan since last season. I love what you guys are doing. We here. love you for um, fucking checking us out. If anybody has any questions oh, yeah. about my new YouTube channel, you know, what I'm going to be doing, what I'm up to, so, yeah, I'm d- probably in the chat room right now. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely check him out. Check him out. And like I said, if you want to leave a voicemail, leave a voicemail. We have a couple other quick voicemails. Where is this person? Hello there, Phil, Katie, and, oh, and the crowd. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to ask, do you think that Kiss... I'm what, just so what? upset about what happened. Yeah, you're so upset. What do you, what's I'm your hoping, question? No, I'm kidding. 
we get. <laughs> how do you think Daenerys is gonna react? Oh, that's a th okay. Yeah. How do we think Daenerys is? How do we think Daenerys is gonna react? I think, I think Daenerys is gonna freak the fuck out. I don't think she's gonna take this take this news well. I think they. I think may, we're gonna get some dragon fire. I hope. Oh yeah, I hope so. And we I have one dragons. I want to see dragon resolution. Dragon resolution. And I one one more quick one. Oh my god! What episode? Yes, yeah, so, someone obviously just. Okay. Yeah. Well, fuck episode. Thanks, guys, for the show, and thanks for letting me leave voice now. No problem, buddy. Thank Love you, you guys. Thank you. Love Game of Thrones. I do. Wait till yeah, season one rewatches again. Oh, no, yeah, we can't wait for season one rewatches again, too. So that was a couple of voicemails people left us, so thank you so much for the guys that left the voicemail. Uh, like I said, if you ever want to leave a voicemail, 781-990-8509. You can abuse the line, and we'll try to play the voicemails at the end of the show if we ever get any. So thank you guys so much. Everyone in the chat, uh, Mega Moose, Barrison, Barrison died the way he wanted. Lola, too many deaths that don't happen in the book so far. Catfish Gamer, Danny will be so impressed by Tyrion, he will uh, save his head. Uh, it's in, uh, Volantis or Bravos. Bill Sotheby, like I said, 10 years ago, Barristan would have demolished those suckers. Uh Ronnie says, I think Barristan will live at least long enough to uh, to uh, vouch for Tyrion's character. Uh, ooh, ooh. Lola says, Barristan... That would, that would be very yeah. good. I would at least like yeah. to see that. Yep. That's a very good point. Everybody, again, tonight, so much thanks for all the shares, likes, and everything we had. Uh, all, fucking crazy turnout tonight again, guys. And you guys make Game of Thrones even more fun for us to Amazing. watch. Next week is going to be very interesting because everyone that's seen the first four episodes, this is our first, uh, oh, God, it's it's new for everybody. It's going, it's going to be freaking crazy. Yeah. Nobody's spoiled on this next episode. Uh, Silent Fox wants to know, was that last voicemail Joe after Three Bears doing a comedy <laughs> voice? No, it was not me after last week's episode. It was definitely somebody after a few bears doing a comedy voice, trying to do a, trying to do a strange voice or some shit like that. Or maybe not. Maybe, may, exactly. We want, we want to be fair. That could have been, yeah, exactly. If that's your real voice, we, we apologize. You have a funny voice. You should do voices on a cartoons or something. <laughs> Leave more voicemails. We love Please, you. We love you. Don't be offended. Exactly. And quickly, next week, it seems that we've got uh, more Sansa and Ramsey. Uh, we see uh, John and uh, Giant Spain there. And we see Tyrion seeing a dragon. So, okay. So, <laughs> so we will be back to talk about that. Yeah, and I'm sorry I had the uh, camera on me for too long. So, uh, Joe and Katie, have a good night, guys. Have a, have good, a good night. night and guys, you. you can check out all of our stuff if you want on issuesprogram.com. You can add Joe at Dirty Locks. You can add me at I Got Issues Man. You can email me at I Got Issues Man at gmail.com. Leave your voicemails on Skype at I Got Issues Man or at 781-990-8509. You guys in the chat room are fucking insane. I love you guys. So great. Thank you for all the likes, comments, shares. Keep it up so we can get more and more people in this chat room talking about uh, talking about Game of Thrones and having some fun. So everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week for some more Game of Thrones. Yeah.